Blog Talk Radio. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African of Kemet and his and her culture laced with gold, laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. Somehow we have bought into a shoebox full of fallacies, and one of them is that it's all right to be poor. Whenever you see people prospering, always rejoice and bless them in your heart. Always do that. And you see, you magnetize yourself for that good when you bless other people. But you know, if you have a jealous spirit, oh, look at that. Why should they have that when I've got so little? Yeah, because you, you work, you operate your mouth against yourself. That's why. There's a verse of scripture also said, that says, Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. You know, the mouth can be a dangerous thing until you learn how to operate it positively. <laughs> Some people are like a prosecuting attorney against themselves. Every time you think of something good, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but I know, I just know, I, I sure wish. No, but I can't. But oh, I sh- Lord, I sure wish. Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. Don't do that. That, that stems from your grand perennial roots and, and my perennial roots. <laughs> remarks that I heard so persistently was that all I want is just enough to get back. And then the ones that my generation used was, how's it going, man? I'll make it. I'll make it. Now, that's another thing, and I want to warn you about this. You know, a lot of people are good at visualizing things for other people. Yeah, that's for Rockefeller. (laughs) That's for those rich people. You'll pass by those mansions in Bel Air and Beverly Hills that look at this where the rich people live. Look, look at that. That's for them. And you're really telling yourself, well, that's for them. I see them with it. But I don't see myself with it. Making what? <laughs> the standstill syndrome of hold on has been the banner of black America since we were imprisoned in this country and culture survival. 
was of the utmost importance. Just to live through the theme of survival for the captured Africa. Okay, if you can see it for other people, why can't you see it for yourself? I taught people to do this. Here's a little testing. That whenever you see people being, doing, and having good, always be glad for them. Always rejoice for them. And, you know, say good things about them in your mind. I said, look at that old rich so-and-so. The Bible says, curse not the rich. Reverend Ike says, if you curse the rich, you'll never be one of us. <laughs> It became a fixed mechanism in the pseudo-culture that the African was developing in this, quote, foreign land, unquote. How to survive, the need to survive, the whole syndrome of survival is a slave mentality syndrome. I remember some years ago, I uh, drove up to our place up in the mountains in, in Monterey overlooking the, the ocean and my custodian at that time was a very fine gentleman who met me outside and he saw that brand new mink silver gray and blue Rolls Royce Corniche. And he said to me, he says, oh, Reverend Ike, he said, I saw this car in my visualization the other day. I say, yeah, but you made one mistake. You didn't see yourself with it. <laughs> so I got it. Prosperity is the correct concept for the African, where most of the wealth of the planet has been drawn from. Most of the gold most of the silver, most of the diamonds, rubies, emeralds, pearls, Africa, that says the land from which we adhere is a rich land, a land flowing with milk and honey, that God's so-called chosen were sent to that land as a promised land. And when you decide it, you've got to do what? Believe it. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African of Kemet, and his and her culture. Laced with gold. Laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. It's back here. The idea to be rich, to be prosperous, to be well-to-do. Okay? The illusion of poverty is just that. It is an illusion. In this teaching, that would indicate, yes, law, meaning that you have an affirmative attitude toward the law which works to bring you to the demonstration of the good that you believe. In this cycle we are in of high dispensation that includes wealth. 
You're supposed to get back something. Surely God is able. Say that. Say it again. The third time. And I like to make it so very personal and say it this way. Surely God in me is able. Say it again. Spiritual prosperity includes material prosperity. It includes mental prosperity. It doesn't exclude anything. The masters who presented themselves to a given people renounced material materiality because they were demonstrating spirituality. They didn't need to harness and stack up anything. They could have anything they wanted when they wanted it. When you believe, nothing is impossible. So you got to believe. That's real prosperity consciousness. To have what you need and want when you need it and when you want it. It is not having a large bank account. Because the bank owner might go off with your money. <laughs> In your consciousness, that's where prosperity is. See it! Let's hear it! See it! This deals with visualization. We're not listening to whom we're supposed to be listening to. We're listening to the things that worry and trouble us. The things that confuse us, occupy much of our minds. There's an answer for every question. There's a solution to every problem. Where is it? Inside. It is important that you learn how to work in the theater of your mind. And I want to leave that term with you. Say, the theater of my mind. There's no more God out here than there is in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something important because, see, somehow... We don't think we're supposed to get rich unless we work and save our money. And that's a practical, good way to do so. And, and I'm not going to knock that. You know, you know it, 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 as much as I dislike eight hours a day, <laughs> it, it's practical and it's significant and it gives a, a sense of purpose and direction. Wealth is given. It is not earned. I now enter into the theater of my mind and look upon the stage of my imagination. See, you've got it set there. And, you, and then I will say, I see myself. And then you describe yourself as you wish to be. So repeat this after me. I now look upon, I now enter the theater of my mind. And look upon the stage of my imagination. And I see myself as I wish to be. While we sit here, somebody's getting rich. 
And I want you to think about that instead about somebody tricking you out of your check. Money is an idea. How many ideas can you contain? What is it that brings you your good? Oh, there I am. Look how healthy I am. Look how happy I am. Listen to the way I'm laughing. I'm just the exact weight that I want to be. Look at that. My dimensions are as I would have them to be. Just look at me. And look at all that money around. What are you passionate about? What is it that you really love with all your feelings? Can you transfer that to money? Yes, you can, if you want to. So learn how to see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Enter the theater of your mind. Look upon the stage of your imagination and see yourself. And it's important that you see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Systematically, this man kept trying to destroy everything that something was giving him. He was doing it to himself, not the white boy. He was doing it to himself. Very good. The power of the word, spoken word. And we need to control that faculty. Huh? Because we take words and throw them like daggers. And they get results. Yes, you got to see it. You remember Flip Wilson, the comic, who used to say, what you see, what you get. That's true. And the man who said to me, well, Reverend, I just saw this Rolls Royce carnation in my visualization. He made the mistake. He didn't see himself with it. So, also, when you see people with good, always say also, and when you pass those fine homes, fine cars, people are looking good, say, that's for me. Let me hear you say it. That's for me. Say it again. That's for me. See? Bless it, bless them, and say, that's for me. That means that you include yourself in that idea of good. Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. You know, having problems with money does not always mean that you lack money. A lot of people who have a lot of material money have a lot of problems with it. And you know, that's the reason sometimes people will say, oh no, I don't think I want a lot of money because I've seen people with a lot of money have a lot of problems with it. Well, I'll tell you, I'd rather have the problems of having money than the problems of not having it. <laughs> you hear the old jingle things go better with coke things go better with money even trouble 
Even trouble goes better with money. <laughs> so don't knock money. You see, that's another thing. And uh, this is why you, ne you need to get the, the Master of Money course, because it tells you things to say about money and things that you're ne never to say about money. By the way, I'm going to give you this word. Here is a terrible word that a lot of people, almost everybody uses concerning money that you need to wash right out of your vocabulary. Are you ready for this one? Okay, put it on the board for me, Terry. Write it big. You're, you are never, ever again to say this about money. You can write it right under there, right, right on the side somewhere. Never again say spend money. Spend means it's gone. I've gotten rid of it. I'm not going to see it anymore. Is that what I've been saying? Yes. You, when you say spend every, every, as long as the thought is formed in your mind, spend money, you are dismissing money from you. You're saying, get out of here, money. Don't ever think that way again. Now, let's have some confession and absolution here. Yes, we do have confession here, but we don't let you come into a booth and do it. Okay, I want to talk to you about the top 10 qualities and the top 10 things that entrepreneurs um, hold on to, the things that make us entrepreneurs and the things that you need to know because everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. If you don't get anything else out of 2020, I know it was supposed to be a great vision. It was supposed to be the perfect everything. And then here we got all hit upside the head with this pandemic and all these other things that are happening. But you need to understand that this is just the beginning. This is your opportunity. This is your season. So here's what you need to know about being an entrepreneur because everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. Why? Because everybody needs multiple streams of income. Why? Because one stream of income is hazardous to your wealth. I don't care what it is. If you only have one of them, then if you lose it, then you are out of everything. So you want to build multiple streams of income. You need to understand that this is not something that is reserved for the wealthy, for the rich, uh, for the smart, uh, for the, you know, none of that. It is for you. So the top 10 things that every entrepreneur uh, basically uh, holds uh, as, as one of our values. Number one, entrepreneurs do not understand the word no. We don't understand the word no. You tell an entrepreneur no, entrepreneur no then we think, okay, not now. All right, not yet. <laughs> you know, we go back and figure out how to get a yes. And we figure out how to get a yes by any ethical and moral means necessary. Now, we're not going to do anything bad. I know that people are who, there are people who do things bad. But an entrepreneur is going to figure out how to get to a yes. As a matter of fact, successful people are successful because they keep failing. They keep hitting a brick wall, but they do not let themselves stay there. My friend, mentor, and former boss Russell Simmons says, you cannot fail until you quit. You can't fail until you quit. So the only way it can never happen for you is if you stop. You have to keep going. Entrepreneurs do not understand the word no, and you need to eliminate it from your vocabulary as well. Now, you can say no when you have to set up boundaries. Everybody knows that I say no is a complete sentence. So if somebody is asking you for money, the answer is no, just like that. 
You don't have to say anything else. You don't have to start coming up with excuses. But when it comes to opportunity, when it comes to your future, when it comes to your grind, when it comes to your next season, you cannot accept no for an answer. Let me tell you how this worked out for me. I was working for one of the world's top financial institutions. I decided I don't want to do this anymore. I wanted to live in what I felt was my purpose, and that was to go into the hip-hop and entertainment industry and help uh, people build wealth. And so I was on a plane ride home from New York to Chicago. When I got home, it was really late. I had to get up really early to take another trip someplace else, um, but I did not go to sleep. I stayed up hours and hours searching for Russell Simmons because he was doing an initiative called Get Your Money Right with Jay-Z, Beyonce, a whole lot of folks. And I thought, hey, I'm supposed to be a part of that. So I found an email finally after hours, hours. Now, how many times have you searched for something and didn't find it in two minutes and then you gave up? You know, one of my kids, I'm not going to tell you which one, but one of my kids, you know, she's not the one that's really going to work really, really hard. If you tell her to go look for something, it could be sitting on the table. But if she just look right here and don't see it, she's going to tell you she can't find it. I'm like, look to your right. Oh, there it is. Okay. So if you are looking for something, trying to get something, trying to get to the next level, trying to figure it out, you can't stop just because you don't see it. You can't stop just because you don't find the answer. Keep going. Keep asking questions. Entrepreneurs do not understand no. We think no means not yet, not now, not today. Um, come up with another way. <laughs> That's what we think. Entrepreneurs do not accept no. Here's the next thing about an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs do not uh, allow uh, external circumstances to dictate our future and to dictate our present. So in other words, an entrepreneur takes matters into their own hands. We take matters into our own hands. So I have been broke. I have been on food stamps. I've had bankruptcy. I've had foreclosure. I've had all those things. None of that defines me. None of that is going to stop me. So I don't care if you've been incarcerated, if you had kids too young, if you lost your job, if you lost your man, if you lost your woman, if you lost whatever it is that you lost, that doesn't dictate your future. If you are sick, God bless you, I'm praying for you, but that does not dictate your future. You've got to decide that you're going to make a way out of no way. And let me tell you something. If you sit still, if you're quiet, if you actually, if you pray, and if, if, you, just, if you just allow yourself to surrender, the answers will come to you. You've got to make a way out of no way. Everything that exists did not exist before it got here. I don't care what it is. A computer before it got here didn't exist. A way out of no way. Facebook before it got here didn't exist. A way out of no way. The pair of shoes, whatever, the house that you live in, before it existed, it did not exist. That's a way out of no way. So if you're in your situation, if you're in your circumstances, then you have to say, you know what? What I want does not exist, but I'm going to bring it into existence. I'm going to make a way out of no way. Okay? Here's the next thing about entrepreneurs, the good ones, the ones who are grinding and, and getting to the next level. Entrepreneurs want to help other people make money, okay? A true entrepreneur really wants to become what they actually talk about. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're cheap, something's wrong with you. You're not an entrepreneur. You're not an entrepreneur if you're cheap. 
The very act and the very nature of being an entrepreneur is wanting to create streams of income for yourself and others. And because we live in this world and we cannot do anything by ourselves, we can't do anything by ourselves, then in order for me to make money, you have to make money. In order for me to grow, you have to grow. In order for me to get better, you have to get better. One of the things that I tell my students all the time is this. I am not a good teacher unless you are a good learner. If you're a good learner, then that means that I'm a good teacher, so we need each other. So entrepreneurs believe in the cycle of life. We believe that what goes around comes around, and we put in and we get out, and we want to give to others, okay? So that is one of uh, the characteristics of being an entrepreneur. Here's another characteristic of being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur has to be able to dream. You have to be able to see beyond your own circumstances. You have to be able to see that you can be wealthy, that you can have a great business, that you can help others, that you can build a community, a business, an online company, or whatever it is, and then you got to believe it. you got to believe what you see. You see, here's the deal. If you can see something, then that means it's for you. If you can see a vision, then that means it's for you. You would not get a vision for something that does, does not belong to you. Let me give you an example. I've always envisioned being, um, a, a, you know, helping people all over the world with their finances. And guess what? Now I'm helping people all over the world with their finances. Australia, Saudi Arabia, Africa, Europe, Austra any, everywhere, United States, all over. So I saw that and it was possible. I just had to believe it and then I had to do the work. I had to do the work. So you have to do the work. I've never envisioned being an astronaut because that's not for me. I've never envisioned uh, being uh, a scientist. That's not for me. So I am only going to envision what is possible for me, and that's the same thing for you. So you have to be a dreamer if you're going to be an entrepreneur. Here's the other thing, uh, another characteristic uh, of entrepreneurs. Uh, entrepreneurs are always thinking about what's next, Okay. We never get comfortable. We're always thinking about what's next. So I want you, if you are comfortable, if you're in a comfort zone, that means you're actually not comfortable, okay? If you're in a comfort zone, it actually means you're not comfortable. You've just figured out a way to make madness normal. You've figured out a way to make mediocre okay. You've figured out a way to live beneath your privilege. And an entrepreneur is always thinking about what's next. Now, let me tell you, it's not always easy. As a matter of fact, it's very hard. It's not always fun. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's not downright not fun at all. But it's the only way, okay? It's the only way. So you wake up, you get up, you look at what happened yesterday, whatever the mistake was, I always say, listen, God, teach me the lesson so I can get the blessing. No matter what's happening in your life, no matter what's happening in your life, somebody left you, the company didn't go right, the deal didn't go down properly, your kids didn't do what they were supposed to do. Your parents didn't do what they were supposed to do. What's next? Teach me the lesson so I can get the blessing. And the lesson is always for you. The lesson is never what someone else did. The lesson is never how they worked it out. The, the lesson is never how they wronged you, how they, what. The lesson is never that. The lesson is always for you. So what's next? Here's the other thing about being an entrepreneur. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to understand this. You can't quit, okay? So everything that I've basically said here is about continuing to go, to continuing to go, and continuing to grow, all right? 
You cannot quit. That's what being an entrepreneur is. And so how many times have you quit on yourself? There have been times in my life where I quit on myself. Yep, I certainly did. I remember early in my life, I decided I just wanted to just stop and do nothing. Have you stopped? Have you stopped? You can't quit. You're still here. You still have breath in your body. You still have the ability to see, think, hear, plan, laugh, live, love, whatever it is. You are still here. That means you can't quit. You have to keep going. I don't care how many times it failed. You know how many times I failed in 20 years? I've, everything that I do well now, I failed at a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Not just once, multiple times. I got to the place, how can I even fail at this anymore? Because failing is not even possible because I've failed it. Like there is nothing left to fail at. That's how much I failed. All right? But if you keep going, if you tell yourself the truth, if you accept uh, your own responsibility, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to throw this in here for you for free. I don't know if I did 10 or 5. I'll have to catch you on the next episode, okay? We'll have to continue. This is the Sunday Motivational Video. Every Sunday, we bring you a different type of video which should improve your life. Today, we're looking at 15 things you should know when starting a business. Welcome to Alux.com, the place where future billionaires come to get inspired. Hello, Aluxers. We continue our Sunday Motivational Series here with a video targeted to those who are planning to or have just started their first business. Our goal with these videos has always been to provide you, the Aluxers, with a bit more clarity on what you should expect on your journey to success. After asking you guys what do you believe would have the greatest impact, most of you suggested that you're planning on starting your first business or company, so a heads up or a game plan would be beneficial. Now let's just get this out of the way early on. Starting a business is not for everyone. Some people possess a particular set of traits which just fit better with the entrepreneurial template than others. You can be happy and successful by working for someone else. It all depends on who you are as a person. If you believe you're destined to be an entrepreneur and looking to start a business, this video will help you to figure out both a game plan and double check your existing beliefs. The problem we found when researching for this video is that most articles on this topic tend to shy away from the hard to swallow truths and basically all of them regurgitate the same information. If we did it, we had to do it differently. We structured this video so that it's perfect for everyone who's in the beginning stages of their company and if there's enough interest, we could do a part two adding a few more points. If you're new here, welcome. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Alux. With that said, here are 15 things you should know when starting a business. Number one, talk is cheap. Nobody cares about what you're planning to do until you do it. We get hundreds of emails from people who say they plan on launching a company. Even among your friends, we're sure that at least a couple of them say they plan on starting a new project and even give you a glimpse into what that would look like. How many of them actually did anything about it? We can answer that. One in 60 people. For every 60 people that say they plan on starting a business, only one actually does it. 
The rest just talk about something they'll never end up doing. Most people will find excuses, saying it's not the right time or whatever reason they find, but the result is always the same. The world doesn't care about what you plan on doing. The world doesn't run on wishful thinking. No matter how many times you read The Secret, the world works on people getting things done. Talk is cheap, eh, Luxers? Instead, let your work speak for you. Number two, an idea isn't worth anything before it yields results. An idea is worth a million dollars only after it makes one million dollars. Newsflash, Aluxers, ideas are free. Everyone has ideas, tons of them actually. They're not that special. Talk to anyone around you and they can immediately bring up five ideas of businesses or projects. But as we've mentioned in the previous point, since everyone has multiple ideas, there is an abundance of them. Most of them are actually good ideas, but that doesn't mean they're worth anything. Ideas are worthless unless they are paired with the right execution. Let me put it this way, a good idea with poor execution. Not only will it not yield any positive results, it'll end up consuming resources and time. Meanwhile, a mediocre idea with a great execution will become a viable business. It's very rare that good ideas and great execution meet, and they almost never happen both in the early stages. You start with a simple idea, which in time could evolve into a good one, but execution is everything. Just because an idea sounds great to you doesn't mean the world will think so as well. We recommend you find unbiased opinions. Don't listen to your friends and family because they care about you and they'll sing your praises. If you want real feedback on your idea, ask people to front you the money. You'll find out that everybody says an idea is good and they'll pay for something like that until you actually ask them to put their money where their mouth is. Don't be protective of your idea. It's not that special. It all depends on your ability to execute. Also, you don't need a revolutionary idea to get rich. You don't have to reinvent sliced bread to have a successful bakery. Facebook wasn't the first social network, and delivering food to customers is not revolutionary. You just need to execute it better than your competitors. Number three, nobody cares about your business more than you. And they never will, no matter how much money you throw at them. Your business is the product of your dreams, your desires, and your need to materialize something you truly believe in. You might inspire people to join your cause, but nobody will ever want this business to succeed as much as you do. This is something really important to consider in the very early stages, especially if the business has multiple founders. If you partner with other people in order to build it, every single one of these members needs to want it as bad as you do and be willing to give whatever it takes. So many times we see best friends teaming up in order to start a business, only to realize six months in that one of them really isn't that passionate about the idea and wants to move on to something else. Partners can be a great thing, especially if they can fill up a void in your skill set. But with every person you bring in, remember that you're slicing up the pie as well. Rarely do you see businesses started by a single founder. The upside is that you get to keep all the rewards. The downside is it's going to be a lot more exhausting than you think. No matter which way you're moving forward, think of your team as a chess set. You want as many of them to be around you when you win, but you don't refrain from sacrificing some of them if otherwise you're going to lose the game. Number four, you don't need money to start a business. You are the business in the beginning. 
This is one of those things that stop people from starting out. They all think you need a ton of money to get started. This is because most people look at the final stage of the company, the part where you have a ton of employees, marketing teams, multiple products, raw materials, and registered intellectual property. That's not how businesses are started. They start with one person, you, hustling your butt off and growing as the journey progresses. You can start a business with under $100. In the description of this video, we'll link to a book that proves multiple business models all started on a shoestring budget. If you don't even have $100 to start with, get a one-month job or add value to people in any way you can so they can pay you the small amount. What you need to understand is that in the beginning, you have a lot of time. That is your main resource. You will convert your time into money and use that money to get more resources. It's pretty straightforward if you think about it. Number 5. Be ready to make sacrifices. Something most people don't realize when starting a business is the amount of work and sacrifices which are needed to turn this into a success. Most people start a business because they don't want to work for a boss. They want to be the boss. They despise having to work the 9 to 5, so they do something about it. It doesn't take long to realize that instead of working 8 hours a day, you're now working 16 hours a day, every day, including the weekends, and you can barely sleep at night because you worry so much about the future. Yes, creating a successful company leads to a way better life than you would have had otherwise, but those rewards don't come for free. The moment you start a business, it needs to become priority number one if you want to have a shot at success. Your social circle is gone. Your family will see you less. It will take a toll on your health, and that's just the beginning. If you're curious to learn which are the 15 sacrifices you need to make if you want to be rich, click in the top right corner. We give you a unique perspective on the issue, and don't hold back on the truth. Number 6. Build smart from the beginning. If the foundation of the company is crippled, it doesn't matter how high you plan on going, it's bound to fail. This is something you should definitely consider when starting out. A smart business will check at least some of the following boxes. 1. It doesn't have a demand ceiling, which means that as you grow, you will always have customers. This used to be a problem with some small specialized shops in locked areas. If you were the only one selling blue hats to a small town, at one point you would reach a certain ceiling where sales cannot be increased anymore. People only need one blue hat and at some point in time you will sell one to every person in town. No more growth. 2. Every part of your business is replaceable which means the business can survive if one of your future employees or one of your suppliers decides to leave. 3. Your business can scale. You have a clear plan on how you can increase production as the demand increases. 4. There is a clear direction for the business. Both you and your employees understand what you're working toward. Number 7. People should free up your time so you can focus on your strengths. Don't be an employee in your own business. One of the most common mistakes people make is they trade their job for another one, this time in their own company. When you're starting out, you are the first employee. You need to get your hands dirty so you understand, optimize, and perfect the system. At the previous point, we talked about building a smart business, which means once you have your entire process figured out, break it into smaller interconnected systems, then find people onto which you can unload that specific part of the chain. 
Your employees are here to make sure that the engine is running while you're holding onto the steering wheel, getting everyone to the promised land. The founder should be in charge of innovation and business growth. Your job as the founder is to figure out ways this business can grow so everyone who works for you gets paid. That's your job. Their job is to make sure they take care of the day-to-day so you can focus on your job. In the early stage, you'll feel the need to micromanage everything, but this keeps you away from the most important task you have, which is growth. Every individual who moves into entrepreneurship has some traits they can use to their advantage. These are your strengths. Identify them and put them to work. Use them to get the biggest return on your time. Number eight, fail fast and adapt quickly. Be ready for things to not go according to plan. You are a novice at this, so you need to keep in mind that there are many things that you have yet to learn. There are going to be plenty of bumps in the road, but if you're serious about this being your life, you need to keep going. You need to rethink the way you look at failure and what failure actually is. For us, failure is not achieving our dream life. Everything else is just a part of the game. Think about your journey as gathering data so you can make a more educated decision on the future. Eight out of ten businesses fail in the first 18 months. This is because, one, they hit a bump so big they decide to call it quits. And two, they fail to adapt to their newfound reality. A great example is Nokia. For those of you who don't know the history of the brand, they used to be a rubber manufacturer before moving into technology. Their rubber factories were struggling, so they adapted to a newfound opportunity. A few years later, they failed to adapt to the changing environment of the smartphone and almost bankrupted the company. This giant that once dominated the space is now fighting for breadcrumbs left by those willing to fail faster and adapt quicker. Number 9. Long-term success depends on your ability to manage your resources. Life is a lot like a strategy game. You have several resources at your disposal. Your time, your willpower, your ability to work, maybe some money, and some people you know. This is the hand you've been dealt. It's time to make the most out of it. Don't complain about not having enough to begin with. Yes, there are other players who've been dealt a better hand, but you have your own storyline. You have your own journey, and your challenge is to make the most with the resources you have. Many people undervalue time. Time is a resource we've all been dealt equally. You have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce or Elon Musk. It's up to you to use them wisely. The best players are those who are strategic with the way they make use of everything they have at their disposal. If you're disciplined enough, you can get out of any hole and start building yourself a ladder towards the sky. Number 10. The right mentor is worth 10 years of struggles. They've walked the road you're on right now. They know where the potholes are. They know what's up ahead and you'd be a fool not to leverage their knowledge in your journey. You need people who inspire you, that have done the things you're about to do. Analyze them. Study them. See what nuggets of gold you can extract from their experiences. If you're lucky enough, serious enough, prove that you're worthy enough, one of them might become your mentor. Think of mentors like power-ups. Things get so much easier when you have one. The mistake new entrepreneurs usually make is they try to get a mentor too early when they just have an idea. Please remember the first two items on this list. Talk is cheap and ideas are worthless without action. A good mentor will want to see the results first. 
They're not going to waste their own time and resources betting on a horse they've never seen run before. That's why it's important for you to get a bit of traction, to have some experience, so they can see what they're getting themselves into. Now, if this is something you're interested in, we made an incredible video on why it is important to have a mentor and how to get one. You can watch it by clicking in the top right corner. Number 11. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. Don't try to cheat the game because it's hard. We're fascinated by people who jump from business to business, from shiny thing to shiny thing, because they're looking to get rich quick. Even if they settle on a business, they never put in the work. Instead, they spend most of their time looking for shortcuts, for loopholes. Real value comes from building a solid foundation and laying brick next to brick until you put together your dream. You can easily see this on social media. There are so many Instagram profiles with millions of followers which only get a few hundred likes and several comments per post. People want the cake, but they're not willing to learn the recipe and how to bake one when the others offer them a cardboard cutout of a cake. They take it because they don't understand what a real cake is. If you're trying to cheat the game, you're just cheating yourself. Number 12. Keeping your head down and grinding is what will make or break you. The only thing you are in complete control over is yourself. It's easy to see some initial results and let it get to your head. There's a difference between winning a battle and winning the war. You should be playing the long game. Sure, celebrate your wins, but the next day it's back in the trenches, day in and day out, until you have achieved the life you started all of this for. We can't stress enough how important self-discipline is, especially when you're building your life. Success is the sum of small actions repeated every day for extended periods of time. That's why you need to keep grinding, keep learning, stay humble, and keep your eyes on that goal. If self-discipline is something you've always struggled with, last Sunday we published a video on just that. It took us multiple weeks to narrow down the process of mastering self-discipline, and without being biased or anything, it's probably one of the best resources available on this topic. Click in the top right corner to check it out. Number 13. Sales solve all of your problems. Sales are the gas to your machinery. Without it, you're just left with a pile of scrap metal. As a new entrepreneur, it's easy to get sidetracked into marketing, branding, social media presence. They all help, but that's not what keeps the lights on. Your job is to bring money from the marketplace into your company and use it to grow. Remember the saying, money makes the world go round? Well, without it, your business isn't going anywhere. It's shocking to us how many people leave the sales part out of their business for later. They have no idea how they're going to make money or if people are actually willing to pay. You need better equipment? Get more sales. You need better marketing? Get more sales. You need a better accountant? Get more sales so you can afford one. There are very few problems which sales cannot solve in a business, and that's why getting paid should be your number one priority. Number 14. Raise capital from investors only when you can't do it by yourself. Mark Cuban has a great saying, and it goes something like this. The first time you raise money, that's the first time you lost because you were unable to do it organically. We have a lot of acquaintances in the technology space, and they all celebrate their funding rounds like they won. 
what did you win? You just gave away 40% of your company in exchange for a little bit of cash, which you would waste in less than 12 months. Don't get us wrong. Having access to capital is amazing, but it's not something that should be your main focus. We know entrepreneurs who spend more time trying to raise money than actually working on their product and business. But instead, if you spend all your energy improving your product and getting sales, you wouldn't need an investor taking a large chunk of your business, or at least get a better valuation. There are strategic moments when a business can no longer grow or survive without external capital, but this should not be something a new company is dealing with. Do it yourself. Figure it out. Bootstrap and get creative. It'll teach you more about your business than anything else. Number 15. A business without an endgame is headed nowhere. Why are you building this? When do you know you've made it? What is the goal of the company? What are your personal goals related to this company? Will this company be sold at some point? Do you wish to maintain this as a company business? These are all questions you should be able to answer even at day one of your business because it puts everything else into perspective. All your actions you will take from this point forward should align with this goal. You need a game plan. Without it, you're just going to be shooting in the dark. Businesses where the founder knows what the end game is not only have a better shot at success, but evolve quicker. It will take you less time to get to wherever it is you're going because you know what to measure for and focus all of your energy on checking off those boxes. Now, these are just some of the things most aged entrepreneurs would have wanted to know when they were starting out. If you're planning on being a multimillionaire or even a billionaire, these 15 should become a part of your mindset as much as your goal has. Now, we're curious to know, Alexers, are you planning on starting a business or do you already have one? Please share some details in the comments section. We love doing these Sunday motivational videos because we craft them specifically on the things which could have the biggest impact into the lives of our community members. As a reward for sticking around all the way to the end, you know you've earned a bonus point. Number 16. Don't worry about the legal part in the beginning. You'll figure it out as you grow. Legal and finance are both important in the long run, but to be honest, you don't need to worry about any of that at the beginning. Most people don't start a business because they believe they have to go through so much paperwork that it's better to just quit before even getting started. You should try out your business idea first. Experiment with it. See if you can get anyone interested enough to become a client of your product or service. You should incorporate. Start a formal company. Only when things are getting serious or you want to play the game for real. Think of your early days like a trial period where you get to experience what a business might look like without all the add-ons. You'll know when the business is ready for a complete package. Hopefully things will move fast for you and you'll quickly understand why it is better to form a certain type of company versus another. If you've watched this video up to this point, we kindly request that you let us know what type of business you run or plan on starting, plus the words, end game so we know you're a true aluxer and we can talk to you guys directly thank you for spending some time with us aluxers make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss another video we also handpicked these videos which we recommend you watch next thank you for being an aluxer and we'll see you back tomorrow
Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio.
story was told to me by somebody who I trust the doctors in Egypt told him brother all your veins blood veins reaching to your heart is closing up he said can you do a surgery they said the surgery is so much difficult and so much uh, dangerous the best way is you go to Europe to make a surgery for your heart when he went to Germany the German doctor tell him your all veins almost closed this is a very dangerous operation that we have to to do to you and the chance of living is 50-50 the man feeling that this might be the last few days of his life he talked to the doctor can I have two days to go back to my family and give them farewell because I may die in Germany and let me go to my friends and ask them to forgive me too so the doctor tell him go but don't be late because your heart veins are closing so the man went to Egypt and he went to see his family and friends as he was walking he saw a woman near a butcher shop collecting the little bones that fall down from the butcher that is the rubbish of the bones he said woman what are you doing she said I'm collecting this for my daughters he said why she tell him we don't have money and my daughters did not eat meat since two years this is the only meat that they can eat the man talked to the butcher this sister will come to you every 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 week and you shall give her what is enough for her and for her daughters and I will pay you the money for one year so that you can be guaranteed to give her for one year the woman started making dua for him oh Allah give him health oh Allah give him what he pleased for oh Allah give him all wishes he's come true all this dua come from the deep of the heart the man after that went to his house his daughter told him my father your face change your face is open your face is much change he said alhamdulillah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the operation easy in Germany he traveled to Germany the doctor do the final checkup before the operation the doctor asked him which hospital did you go to he tell him I never go to a hospital he tell him no you have taken a strong medicine that open all your heart veins your heart veins is so much open you don't need an operation you don't need a surgery anymore he tell him I know what it is the cure is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the one who have cured me is him and the one who have cured me because I look for another poor person and I help them Dawu Mardaku tips to manage your time better. Welcome to Alux.com, the place where future billionaires come to get inspired. 
Hello, Alexers. Thanks for choosing to spend some time with us today. If you're new here, welcome. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Alux. You know what the only thing everybody in this world has in common? No matter how much money, fame, or luxury they have? Time. Yep, the same 24 hours in a day. And although this might not come as a surprise to you, it's worth remembering every once in a while that behind every success, there's a human being doing his or her best day after day. People are the wild card in life and business that can change the rules of the game at any point. And the thing that makes all the difference is how they choose to spend their time. For today's video, we wanted to share with you the 15 tips to manage your time better. Since most of our waking hours are spent working towards our goals and achievements, having a good understanding of this resource will allow you to master it and accomplish more in less time. And not only this, but it will improve other aspects of our lives as well. Before digging into this video, here's a quick disclaimer. Management of time really doesn't exist. What we mean by this is that time simply passes. You can't stop it, change it, or make it bend depending on your wishes. What you actually have to do when managing your time is to actually manage yourself and the way you approach everything you do. That being said, let's get to it. Here are 15 tips to manage your time better. Number one. Set goals and rewards. Setting your goals is crucial for planning your day. By setting your goals, you can create proper targets and you won't fall off schedule. Before deciding your objectives, you have to look deeply inside and ask yourself if you want to achieve those things. Knowing your ambitions can help you maximize your productivity, help you to see the bigger picture, and help you do as many things as possible in your 24 hours. Also, after every goal that you achieve, you can reward yourself. These rewards can go from sweets to food to short periods of time in which you do nothing, relax, or watch a short video. Number two, prioritize your tasks. Sometimes you can't do everything or you don't have enough time to do it. That's why it's important to set your priorities right. An effective way to do this is to manage your priorities by dividing them into the following categories. Important and urgent, tasks that need to be done right away. Important, but not urgent. Tasks that appear important, you can decide when to do them, but not before the first category. Urgent, but not important. Tasks that need to be done as soon as possible, but when completed, they don't have any lasting value. And not important and not urgent. These tasks are usually leisure activities, or things you don't really need to do, you only want to do. Doing this will give you a better view on your tasks, and which ones need to be dealt with first. Number three. Learn to delegate. So, your goal is to do more in less time, right? Because you can't expand time or get more hours in a day, you can achieve this by either getting more efficient in how you use your time you already have, and we'll cover this in detail later on, or delegate. Delegating means letting someone else take the lead on your responsibilities and trusting the outcome is the desired one. Depending on the type of responsibilities you're dealing with, you can delegate small tasks like hiring someone to schedule your time during the day, or pick up your suit from cleaning, or you can go even bigger and delegate work-related tasks. This requires a bit of a setup on your side and investing time in finding the right person you can trust, but long-term, it's worth it. Number four, start with small tweaks in your schedule. You don't need to change everything in your life at once in order to fit a specific time management scheme in there. And if you're just beginning to work on this matter, it's also not advisable since you most likely will give up easy. 
Something small like waking up 10 minutes earlier every morning and cut down 20 minutes of the social media mindless scrolling will give you a whole 30 minutes to read more of the things you're interested in or practice a skill you've been putting off for so long. Maybe it doesn't sound like that much, but 30 minutes per day means 2 hours and 10 minutes every week in which you're working on getting better. Number 5. Set clear deadlines. How much time do you have to finish your assignments? When do you need to complete your tasks? If you don't know these things, it might be hard for you to keep track of your time. It's easier to be on time and do everything when it should be done if you set clear deadlines for each and every chore. If you choose your time limit on each task, it will be easier for you to complete it and keep track of them and also on your time. You can mark your deadlines in your list of assignments, in your organizer or on your calendar. A calendar can be really useful and important if you're trying to manage your time better. Whether you use a classic paper one or an app, a calendar can help you know what you have to do and when. Number six, plan your meals ahead of time. Eating takes up a lot of your time and deciding what to eat even more time. Up to one hour a day can be shaved off by scheduling your meals in advance. If you like home-cooked food, allocate two to three hours every Sunday evening to cook or prepare meals in advance. Even writing them down helps. If you're into takeout, make sure to write down a list with the restaurants you're going to order from in advance and try choosing what to eat in advance as well. One trick to narrow down your options is by having food-themed days. Make Mondays for eating fish, for example, and Wednesdays for salads. Yes, this will take up some time at the beginning as well in order to set up a whole system, but it's worth it in the long run. And us Aluxers are all about achieving those long-term goals, right? Number seven, say no to multitasking. The multitasking concept refers to a person dealing with more than one task at the same time. Despite what you may think, multitasking is not that efficient and it doesn't save your time. On the contrary, multitasking will make you complete tasks in low quality and will actually slow you down. You also might miss out on some important details. When you multitask, your attention is divided between two or more tasks, which makes your brain switch fast between them instead of focusing on just one to complete it as fast and as well as you can. It takes you a few minutes to switch between assignments and start to concentrate again. Moreover, multitasking can take away your ability to think creatively because it takes up a lot of your temporary brain storage, so be careful when you do it. Number 8. Link your actions to your goals. We'll go ahead and assume that if you're watching this video, it means you're trying to achieve higher goals in your life and cut down on the stuff dragging you behind. So one way to start managing your time better is to evaluate how what you're doing is related to what you're trying to achieve. This is easy to evaluate. Make two lists, one with the goals you're aiming for, be it money, love, luxury, whatever it is, and another list with the things you're spending time doing. If the lists don't align, it means you're probably wasting time in the wrong direction, and this will probably give you a useful gauge on your efforts. Sometimes even people you spend your time with aren't of the best quality, so make sure you align the list with your goals with the list of the people you're spending time with as well. Number 9. Block out things that can distract you. A lot of people have problems with distractions and procrastination. Those two concepts can keep you from doing your chores and waste your precious time. 
That's why you need to block out any and every distraction. Put your phone away, block out your social media notifications, or use an app that doesn't let you use your phone. Block the social media sites on your computer or use an extension for this. Create a workspace. Set up a place that is only meant for work and completing tasks so your brain can associate that space with work and productivity. Distractions can easily drag you into a spiral of low productivity and frustration, so preventing this can make a huge difference. Number 10. Schedule your day ahead of time. Waking up in the morning without knowing what you have to do during the day can make you either forget important stuff or take on more responsibilities than you can manage. An easy way to do this is by planning your day and every week ahead of time. Allow half an hour to organize your next week's schedule at the end of each week and take five minutes at night to look at the next day's schedule. This will help you to become better organized. While you spend more time in preparation and planning, you'll save tenfold and not have to mend fences and fix bugs down the road. You know what goes well with time management? A good work ethic and some productivity tips. If you want a more in-depth overview on how to become better at what you do, make sure to check out our video, 15 Tips to Improve Productivity, by clicking in the top right corner. Number 11. Take breaks and unwind before sleep. In order for you to be more productive and complete all your assignments, you have to take a few breaks. Those relaxing periods don't have to be long. 10 to 15 minutes is enough for your brain to decompress. In those minutes, you can surf the internet, watch some short videos, listen to music, or talk with some friends. Many people go to bed with their worries running around in their heads, and while it's useful to recap what you're going to do the next day on the night before, unwinding is the key to a better sleep. You can listen to some music, read something, or even meditate before hopping into bed. Try to avoid watching TV or reading from a device, since blue light can actually affect your sleep cycle and make it less restful. Number 12. Learn how to say no. This concept refers to saying no to a few things, like distractions, procrastination, multitasking, but most importantly it refers to saying no to tasks that may appear suddenly and are not necessarily your job. Don't take on any new assignments if you're not sure that you can handle them, or that if you don't have enough time to finish the ones that you already have, and new ones too. Just learn to say a firm no, or at least delay those projects for a later period, but pay attention to your timeline and list of tasks you already have, because you may not have enough time for new assignments in the close future either. Number 13. Don't get lost in the details. The image in your head might not be the image you wanted to have after the task is completed. It's important to not get lost in the details, trying to make everything perfect. Being a perfectionist is good in some situations when you have a lot of time to complete a task, and not so good if you're pressed for time. A crucial thing for completing assignments and not wasting any time is to see the quality in every task you complete, even if it's not as you imagined it. Trying to make everything perfect can create frustrations and sadness that might drag you backwards, make you waste time or reduce your productivity and creativity altogether. Number 14. Try not to be overwhelmed. When you work and are trying to do everything in a specific time frame, it's important to stay focused on one task and only one task. If you're constantly thinking of everything you have to do or that long list of chores that you assembled, you will be absorbed by an overwhelming feeling. That feeling comes with some side effects, 
like low productivity, low concentration, frustration, and a waste of time. So, as we're saying before, try to focus on one task at a time in order for you to feel good and on track with your time. Number 15. Keep your inspiration and motivation. After a few days or weeks of continuous work, you may feel down or blue, and that's normal, but it slows you down and makes you sad. In this case, you need to talk with someone that you find inspirational or with someone that you admire. It can be a colleague, your friend, even your boss. The main focus here is for you to regain your inspiration and motivation. You can also hang motivational pictures and paintings in your workspace that can help to inspire you as well. Another thing that might help is watching videos with motivational talks or reading some books on the topic. Inspiration and motivation are directly related to your productivity, so it's important to have them. We hope we could help to shine some light on the time management issue for you. And don't forget, Alexers, time management does get better with time. If you have some other tips and tricks that you use, let us know what they are in the comments. And before we go, we're curious to know, Alexers, what's the most difficult thing you struggle with when trying to better manage your time? As a reward for sticking with us all the way to the end, you know you earned this last little bonus fact. Number 16. Don't forget to have fun. Don't try to check off everything on your list of assignments and forget to have fun and unwind every once in a while. Try and enjoy every task that you're completing and enjoy a healthy work-life balance. Rushing through tasks may reduce their quality and will surely leave you tired at the end of the day. Find something that you like about each and every chore you have to do and focus mainly on that thing. See the beauty in everything and appreciate it. It's crucial to feel good while you work because if you're happy, you'll be more productive, you'll relax better in your free time, and you'll be a more positive person. Thank you for spending some time with us, Aluxer. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss a video. If you want more, we handpicked these videos you might enjoy. Or head over to alux.com for the best in fine living content on the planet. Be a part of the largest community of luxury enthusiasts in the world and tell your story. Hit it. Take us higher! Yeah! Take us higher! Okay.
talking about creating opportunities and maximizing your time as an entrepreneur. I'd like to welcome you to the show. Uh, we do a show every Saturday, and the show is dedicated to the higher upliftment of uh, building entrepreneurs and giving you uh, a platform in order to be able to do what you need to do. So um, here's the thing. Right, and uh, you know, I think that uh, when it comes down to your time management, I believe that time management is very important for entrepreneurs. Um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs um, suffer from not having enough time management, right? And you know, you cannot manage time. That's the funny thing about time is you cannot manage time. But there are things that you can do to help uh, yourself be more productive. So we're going to talk about that tonight. We have a guest later on tonight who's going to come in and he's going to drop some good information for us exactly on how you can be more productive and some of the things that he does in his field to remain productive, um, you know, and maximize his time. So let's get right down to it, right? Because as an entrepreneur, um, there are different strategies that you need to have um, to break down your problems, right? So 
utilizing your consciousness requires more energy, right? And um, and, and you can you can avoid problems by utilizing your consciousness, using utilizing your time, right? So you need to establish a process, and you need to break it down into what I call small atomic operations, right? And so basically what you need to do is you need to create prioritization, right? So a prioritization system is very key. So the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. So priorities vary for businesses, and they're shaped around deadlines and the importance of execution, right? Um, Possible ROI and things of that nature. So we tend to miss the essential things that help bring value into our business. And, you know, th- those essential things that actually help bring value into our business um, will help you to make more money, they'll help you to have more longevity, things of that nature. So time management, right, um, and the strategies that surround time management are like getting things done, right? And I, I want to help you out tonight and give you some things to help you. So number one, you need to create a prioritization system. It's very important that you create some type of system to prioritize things, to put things in perspective of what needs to be done first. Because learning to prioritize both long-term activities and your short-term activities will help you to gain momentum, okay? Now, your short-term goals are necessary for your incremental results, right? And that's critical because you need to be able to see yourself grow in small aspects over time, okay? Now, I want you to start with a simple task, and this is really important, right? So um, any task that you can start with in your business will help you to become successful. Start with something simple. Don't start with the hardest thing. Never start with the hardest thing. Failing to complete, right, a complex task over the course of the day will demotivate you. So you have to have something that's simple, right, on your things to do list or your list of things to prioritize. And your big goals, reach them over time, right? So an excellent way to break the ice is starting with a trivial, quick task, right? Something that you can start with in the morning, you can knock out real quick, right? So this will put you in productivity mode. This will put your subconscious in a mode of being productive, right? This will put you in hustle mode, right? This will help you to... to to focus on the more complex things in the the harder assignments later on, right? Now, the next thing I want you to do is to create a long-term roadmap, right? See, one of the repetitive tasks that can drag you from your day-to-day activities is planning. So while it's okay to have individual tasks, right, emerging from interactions during the business week, creating a long-term plan will help you to focus better. Right, so you need to have a roadmap. You need to see where you're gonna go. You need to be able to focus on that roadmap. Right, you need to have a a one year plan, a two year plan, a one to three year plan, a five year plan. This is why people ask, "Well, what's your five year goal?" Right, because you're gonna often revise that goal based on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Right, so you always are gonna have to revise a long term roadmap. Okay, very important. No matter what business you're in. Um, you know, I've seen people start at one place with their business, and then by the time they get to the third or fourth year, the business is transformed into something completely different. Okay? Now, the next thing is, is 
you need to have a reality check, right? And when you're dealing with priorities simultaneously, they can't be overwhelming. This shit can overwhelm you, right? And it can block your train of thought for weeks at a time. And if you've ever been in the music industry, right, and you've seen writers, writers that have writer's block, right? And often the successful writers, they get writer's block too because they got to sit there and write multiple songs at a time, right? And so they actually have to sit there and move away the block that's keeping them from being able to reach the goal of writing a song, right? So you got to have a reality check of what are your priorities when it comes down to it. See, the core of the problem is often related to a detachment from reality and a diversion from the business goal. So when you struggle with your typical workflow, you got to take a step back and you got to revise the roadmap. You got to see what you started with, where you at, what point in time you're at right now, how the process is going for you, and where you want to be. So if everything seems to be on track, but it's not on track, you got to proceed with a focus on the results, and then you've got to discard all of the distractions that are on your list. Because sometimes your goals can be a distraction to you, believe it or not. Your, your bigger goals can be a distraction to some of your smaller goals, okay? So... Take a reality check sometimes. Okay. Now, the other thing is, is that you got to take regular breaks from brainstorming. You got to do this. You have to take a regular break and brainstorm, right? It, I, I don't know if y'all remember in school, we used to draw the spider web, right? And then the spider web, you, you draw in the middle what, what you want to accomplish. And then you do a connection from that web. And every, every connection created a new bubble. And in the new web, and then so basically, in the middle, let's just say in the middle, you say, I want to start a, a a food business. Okay, well, in the middle is the food business. Then each little thing that branches off from that are things that's going to come from that business, things that need to happen for that business to actually become more successful. So it, it is essentially what we call brainstorming. So successful entrepreneurs work mainly on the business and less in the business. Okay? Now, a good book for y'all to read, um, and we'll, we'll start going into this book, um, is The Cash Flow Quadrant. You got to take some time and go into the cash flow quadrant. It's very important, right, when you go into the cash flow quadrant because it talks about the different quadrants that we have. Um, you know, you, you've got your, your employee quadrant, your small business owner quadrant, your big business owner quadrant, your investor quadrant, right? So you have to actually decide, do you want to be an employee of your own business or do you want to have people that come in and that do things for you, like manage the business, that ultimately will allow you more time to be successful? Sometimes you got to hire some people. You got to W-2 a few people. Because when you're knee-deep, in your task, you're often going to lose perspective. You don't want to lose perspective, okay? Now, you got to take regular breaks between your activities, okay? You have to align your progress with your target. Go out, take a walk, get some fresh air, relax, do what you got to do. But this also is going to bring you some creative ideas. And it's also going to help you to implement your work, okay? Now, I often would say that, um, you know, depending upon what your spiritual background is, is you might want to do some meditation. 
You might want to go sit in nature. You might need to go sit in prayer. You might need to go do what you need to do to align yourself, come more focused with what it is that you desire. Okay? Now, another one is, is that you always need to improve your strategy. See, life is like a damn chess, right? So no matter how efficient your strategy is, there's always room for improvement. So for entrepreneurs, learning new things will never end because every day is going to be a new day that you learn something new about your business, something new about yourself, right? So be it with regards to your professional capacity, uh, regards to your business, your personal development, your time management, uh, living a better life, right? So always keep an eye on the task that take you too long to require, excuse me, to inquire, require, inquire. Always keep it, always keep your mind on your task, right? And if it takes you too long to actually uh, achieve your goals, <laughs> it requires more attention. Okay? You have to simplify things. Now, let me give you some, some easy management tips, right? Um, and we're going to run through them real quick, right? Because we have a guest tonight, and I want to make sure we get to him. So, number one, put a time limit on your time, right? An entrepreneur can't always predict how the day or the week is going to go. But you need to put a time limit on your time. Your time is indispensable. You can't get time back. It's one of the only things that you can never get back. Okay? Number two, use technology to save time. If, if you have a calendar on your phone, which everybody does now, use your calendar. Use the technology that's been made possible for you. Use the leverage that you have. Right? Use the technology to, to network with people. Use the technology to, to pay your bills on time. If you're forgetful on paying some of your bills, like if you take out a net 30 or a net 60 and you're forgetting when you got to pay it back, use your calendar, use your phone, use your appointment reminder so you can keep appointments. Right? And if you're in charge of, of a store, um, there's, there's even a, um, there's an automation service. It's called Zipline, right? And Zipline actually can help you keep control of your workflow. So I, I always recommend that to people who's trying to do business. Get you an application on your phone call, Zipline, right? Number three, you need to set up non-negotiable self-appointments, right? So entrepreneurs who are able to find time for these activities, apart from taking care of everything else that you're doing, right? Um, you're setting up self-appointments and holding them as sacred as with any high-profile client, right? So a self-appointment is an appointment with yourself, an appointment to sit down, relax, get your mind right, read, catch up on things, um, initiate your networking exercises, do your brainstorming, things I was just telling you about, right? Prepare a plan for scheduling, okay? Number four, you need to anticipate interruptions. So an extension to the time management practice Right? I highly suggest that you anticipate interruptions because shit's going to happen that you're not going to plan for. Right? So if your schedule is packed to the brim with your own tasks, it's hard to make adjustments to accommodate things. So you need to absolutely anticipate some shit going wrong or some shit not being on time. Anticipate that. It's crucial. Right? Now, number five. You need to use um, Ivy Lee's method of productivity hacking, right? So now in 1918, Charles Schwab, who was the president of 
uh, the Bethlehem Steel Corporation, right? He hired a productivity consultant, a guy named Ivy Lee, right? And Ivy Lee uh, devised what was known as the Ivy Lee method, right? And it worked for Schwab. And you see what Charles Schwab is today, right? His company, right? So here's how it works, right? Before you pack up for the day, find some time, probably your self-appointment is best to do so. You need to write down six things you need to get done for the next day. Then you need to arrange the six things in their priority order. Then the next day, start with the first task and complete it before you jump into the next task. Okay? Then you need to keep on completing tasks in this manner till it's time to write the six task list again for the following day. You see what I'm saying? Okay? Now, this is pretty easy. But let me tell you, this, this guy got paid $25,000 for about three months for coming up with this, right? So today, that would have been about 400000 or so. Okay? Now, number six, you need to delegate, delegate, and delegate. You got to delegate shit. You got to hire people, get some help, right? Delegation is your best tool to free up your time, to help maximize your time. It helps you to create opportunities. As an entrepreneur, you have to always be creating opportunities for yourself. You got to see opportunities. You cannot create opportunities if every moment of the day you're working in the business and you don't have somebody to help you. If your woman ain't helping you at home with your business, if your man ain't helping you at home with your business, you need to hire somebody. If they're not doing a good job, get rid of them. Go get somebody else. Go, go get your college student, right? Somebody who will come and volunteer. Whatever you got to do to get the help you need. Okay. Now, number seven, and I, I like this. This is really good. Is you need to put on blinders. You need to act like you're a horse in a horse race, right? Because see, horses are equipped with blinders, right, to make sure that they stay on course during the race and don't waste time, even in an unnecessary step. So, metaphorically speaking, we need to put on blinders to get your important work done, particularly one where uh, you require laser sharp focus. You need to create ritualistic elements that prepare your mind for the high-intensity work that comes with being an entrepreneur, right? From making coffee for yourself, doing quick rounds of push-ups, right? You need to eliminate distractions, right from ambient noises to unnecessary furniture moving around. Go into a quiet place if you need to. Go sit your ass at the library if you need to, right? You need to shift your excuses to another galaxy. Get them shits out of here, Right? Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. You don't need no excuses. Right now, you got to make your goals actionable. You got to make your goals measurable. You got to make your goals realistic. You understand what I'm saying? So get started with your goals because there's never a perfect time other than right now. This is the best time. People be like, well, I'm going to start my business tomorrow, man. I'm going to get that EIN number tomorrow. I'm going to start working on that business credit uh, after I get the business off the ground. Why are you waiting? What's the point of waiting when you can start today? Number eight, attach expected results to most activities, right? So before you undertake any consuming activity, take a moment to answer this. What is the result that I need to get out of doing this particular activity? What am I going to get from this activity? Make a point to write the results on the whiteboard. Write them shit down if you need to. But you need to ask yourself, what is the expected result that I have coming from this? 
Okay? Number nine, you need to trust the timeless principle of prioritization. And I'll say it again, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. There's something called the the, um, the partial principle, right? And the partial principle was coined by an Italian math- mathematician by the name of uh, Filfredo Partial, right? And basically, it's a time-tested principle that can help you, right? And it says that 80% of your time is expended, right, on trivial shit, and 20% you spend on vital tasks. So you need to take the 80% that you spend on trivial things and make it 20%, and you need to take the 20% that you spend on vital things and make it 80%. Okay? So when this guy, uh, Phil Fredo Parcio, did his study, um, he noticed that rich people held 80% of the nation's wealth. Right? And he applied the same principle to his garden and found that 80% of the peas came from 20% of the pea plant. Okay? So not only can you apply this principle to get more important work done, 20%, but you can also use the same plan, right, for individual tasks that you have, pushing things to get things done. It's the 80-20 rule. Follow the 80-20 rule, right? Number 10, leverage just-in-time learning, right? So, and this, this, this is kind of interesting, right? Because just in time is a proven effective strategy of what they call a supply chain method, okay? So you can apply it to your life and you can manage things as efficiently as manufacturing powerhouses can, right? If you apply leverage. So leverage is really important. And I like leverage because, you know, when you have leverage, you can actually get more things done, right? So very often you can actually lose crucial time in, in sitting around reading blogs, watching YouTube videos, interacting with, with people, right, you know, that really don't have any um, growth for your business per se, right? So you have to actually leverage your time. It'll actually help you make more money. Use the tools that you have. Okay? Now, number 11. Overcome the initial inertia. So initial inertia is always difficult, right? But um, entrepreneurs can end up wasting a lot of time in over-preparation or over-planning when it's actually not even needed. So uh, the U.S. Marine Corps, right, they follow something known as the 70% rule. If you have 70% resources, 70% information, and 70% confidence, just start. Just get, go ahead and get it done, right? 70%. It's a you know, and the Marines follow this, right? So you don't have to be 100% perfect, but start with start with that. If you think that you're about 70% there with your information and your knowledge and what you know how to do, dive into that shit. Okay. Number 12, hire a virtual assistant to get the work done for you. This is really good. Um, you could actually set up um, a Google virtual assistant. You have Click Meeting virtual assistant. Um, there's different virtual assistants out there. So if you can't get to all your phone calls, hire, get a virtual assistant to answer some of your calls for. Get a virtual assistant or hire you a real assistant. Those always help. Okay, number 13. Rejuvenate yourself so that you can perform better. Take time for yourself. Okay? Take time, go to the gym. Take time, eat better. Right? See, um, a lot of people don't get enough sleep, right? Sleep is actually really important. I know you can sleep when you're dead, right? But you need to sleep. 
You need sleep because if you're not well rested, how can you be uh, ready for the world truly, right? Most sleep cycles, you can actually complete a sleep cycle in 90 minutes and go through five stages of sleep, believe it or not. Take a short nap. Do a 10-minute meditation, okay? Number 14, automate repetitive tasks. So there will always be tasks that demand your attention that can't be delegated and have to be done every so often. So identify the task and leverage the technology and then automate it. So if you have a team of in-house web developers, uh, people who can help you out with different things, you need to know how to automate shit, make it digital, right? Give you an example. Uh, We have a webinar coming up, right? By the way, if you want to get on it, Trust Webinar Part 4, okay? Um, One of the ways that I use automation as a business owner is I use my email list. My email list helps me to reach more people. It's automation. Keeps me from having to sit there and go through each person's email and each person's individual email. I just use the automated service. Okay? Now, number 15, this is this is really excellent, and this is probably something that everybody should be doing. I told you a couple weeks ago, challenge yourself to do this, but start your day earlier. It's highly empowering when you can get up early and start your day early, have you a sound breakfast, your mind is going, you exercise early, you do some meditation, you do some reading early, you get started working early. I recommend that you wake up 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, which means that you got to take your ass bitter. early. Right, get up early. You get, you know, the early bird catches the worm, as they say. If you get up early, you get more done. Believe it or not. Okay. Sixteen. Leverage the Pomodoro and unscheduled technique to get yourself uh, the best results possible. Right now, this is basically done like this. Right, you set a timer for twenty-five minutes. You start on a single task with the target of completing that particular task within 25 minutes, okay? Completing a healthy percent of it in 25 minutes at least. Remember, 70%, right? And you only work on that task for 25 minutes. Take a rest for five minutes. Once your 25 minutes run out, then repeat the 25-minute cycle. Okay? So the premise of this technique basically is that the time pressure and the focus on a single task can help you work at your peak efficiency. And you can make more progress. So when you know you just have 25-minute sessions at play, you automatically ignore the distractions and you single-mindedly get the work done. Okay? All right. So the last one is the unscheduled technique, right? And an unusual technique for productivity is improvement in time management. It's called unscheduled. This technique calls for you uh, to basically not to plan your work, and you just put your meetings and some fun events on a calendar, right? So, you know, and some people are actually more productive by doing shit like this, right? And it helps out for some people, all right? So those are some things that you can do to help manage your time more effectively, okay? And, and this will help you when you're a busy entrepreneur. It helps me. These are things that I like to do. Um, so when we come back, we're going to get right into it. I got a guest. We're going to bring him in. We're going to holler at this brother, my man Rocky. He's a music producer. And he's going to drop some info on us for, uh, you know, how he stays productive and some of the things he's done in his particular line of business. 
uh, to help him be successful, right? You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You right here on Saturday Vibe Entrepreneur Hour, creating opportunities and maximizing time. We'll be right back.
You must awaken now. You are the melanin carriers on this planet. You were the original 12 stranded people and you were given that privilege through a whole lot of work in time. It was not something given to you by chance. Because you fell from grace and sought to make better than your creator, you suffered by that that you created and then also was brought to your planet that that you created in a higher form. In other words, once you think that you are a god, you must act godlike, not sometime, but all the time. Because once a god falls short, there are so many things that are not godlike just waiting to lapdog you up and tear you apart that you're open then to the whole holy cost of the cosmos, not the faked holy cost on earth. Jews, as you found out, are you. The 13 tribes had nothing to do with just earth people. It embodied Lucifer Maldek, the exploded planet, which rained down upon you those lost souls, which destroyed a whole planet in your system that you helped sustain. Many of you are reincarnate Maldekians, Luciferians, and you probably don't even want to deal with that. But if it is truth, it will come back to haunt and vibrate. I'm style triggering all your opening points. We'll see which ones run with it. In the great role of play that is a planet, people are brought to it to learn and to show in physical embodiment, physical reality, in a lifetime, what they have learned in the heavens of Earth. What they have learned on the spiritual and mental plane is of no value until in a time when given a physical body with physical challenges, you see what you can do really under pressure. Time and time again, some of these best people failed. And time and time again, as they failed, it lowered the vibration of the planet until the planet was put into a coma. The planet now wants to awaken. It is almost awakened, and the more you begin to channel in successfully this new energy through your pineals, through your melanin, your energy fields will attract more and more of cosmic light. Let's put this another way. Our sun was nothing more than a step-down transformer. Some people call it, if you're into physics, a transducer. It is now a capacitor. It is a step-up transformer. Whereas at one time it filtered out great light and energy that came from deep space to our planet so that we could live under a sun. And you remember the saying, there's nothing new under a sun. And there isn't. In 59, it completely reversed its polarity, and now it is sending forth energy, augmented by the kind of what they call cosmic and gamma rays that are coming into it. This year, by this summer, 
you will begin to hear more and more about sunspot activities, solar prominences, perturbations, and how our sun is a deadly enemy about to annihilate us all because it is going to burn us up with x-rays and gamma rays. Not all of us. Not all of us. Some of us. And who are the us's? Whoever are the chosen. How are you chosen? You choose yourself. By following the disciplines you know you should have been doing, not tomorrow, but yesterday. By doing the readings and the research and taking the time to spend in meditation, the things you thought you should have done five years ago, you start them immediately tomorrow. By not being threatened or coerced, you do because of the goading mechanism within your own spiritual consciousness, that that you know you should be doing as though a policeman was there or mother was looking, and you do better than both of those authoritarian figures because you are rising. Once you channel in that light, for every one of you, you're worth a thousand of non-channelers because they're the dead. They will not awaken. You cannot wake for them. If you do not do that in mass, you will be subject to the technical prowess of a people who are soulless that now have control of this planet. And if you're ready to go up against them, I bless you. If you're ready to go up against them alone, I feel sorry for you. For you will learn a lesson that will stay with you forever. You cannot match them in their technology. Forget it. What you knew subconsciously and what you know even as you hear the tone and tenor of my voice is true is that some way or another you could raise a spiritual quality that could match that in some kind of way you just didn't know how to go about doing it. And you know that you had lost something and you wanted it returned. You have that privilege now. AIDS and every other man-made deceptive agent to stop you from progressing physically and cause your journey of life to end quickly will only be thwarted when you can raise your vibrational rates enough where none of those things can exist within that contact field. And then those that met it and made it will meet out its suffering and suffer the same thing that they started. The planet cannot help you to you vibrate high enough to take the light. It's just that simple. Other than that, you will be destroyed just like those that are trying to destroy your planet once again. You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Peace to the God. You sit right here on the Saturday bar. Entrepreneur Alex creating opportunities and maximizing the time. We're going to go to uh, my man, D Rock. What up, D Rock? Welcome to the show. Hey, 
T-Rock, you there, brother? Okay, I think we got to get him in. We're gonna, I'm going to take a, uh, a quick, quick break so I can get my, my guest in. And we'll be right back. Cause I think we're having a few technical difficulties. So we got a guest tonight. I want to make sure that we bring him in so y'all can hear what he's got to bring to the table. So we'll be right back. We are vibrational beings. You know, we're not just flesh and blood. You know, uh, if you put anything under a microscope, an intense microscope, you're going to ultimately see that everything is vibration. And, in, and as the scientists are not telling us, there's information there. But it's not solid. It's always moving. So we're vibrational beings. And when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience, it happens first on a vibratory level. And then it shows up and manifests in our life. So uh, people who are holding on to rancor, animosity, mm-hmm. they're slowing down their vibration. Okay. Another way of saying is you cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally. Ah. If you do get it, you'll lose it. Ah. You see, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, <laughs> they lose everything, yeah. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep the, can't keep the relationship or... They'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it because inside they weren't vibrationally aligned. They really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things, but to have it completely, you have to lift your vibration and and become that in, in, in vibration. You're not really attracting things to you. You're really radiating. Ah, It's really a radiation. I can cry right now. It's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love, Harmony, peace, and I'm radiating that. That's the key. It's going to show up in my life. That's the key. That's the word. You're not attracting it. You have to be it and radiate it, and then it it comes, it is drawn to you. Right. And you to it. Yeah. You have to like yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah. You have to like yourself. I mean, when when you're by yourself, you have to look at those thoughts, the beautiful thoughts, the crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. You have to embrace yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to love yourself. And when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself, now you can be with others. But if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Is it possible to life vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within to actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that... You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. Okay, peace to the God. We're back. It's the Saturday Vibe. That's my man D-Rock. D-Rock, you there, brother? Yes, here, right here. Peace to the God, brother. Can you hear me? Peace yeah, to God. Welcome to the show, bro. How you doing? Peace to the God, brother. I'm here, man. Can't complain. Good, good. I appreciate you taking some time to come on tonight and holler at us. Um, oh, real man, quick, tell the people me. who you are, man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So tell, tell the people who you are, uh, what you do, and, and, and the type of influence that you got out here. Okay, uh, well, um, I'm in the music business. I started as a uh, producer uh, at, the, uh, at about 18, 19. Um, so I worked with artists like Fabulous. Uh, Jeezy, I was on uh, his first mixtape, um, Trap of Die, uh, with him and Fabulous. Um, I did uh, Games One Blood as a, about when I was 21, and then from there, just 
just kept uh, elevating in the industry to executive manager, everything like that. So uh, behind records like Pandas, um, Designers Panda record, uh, Pop Smoke, um, my nephew, and just other just other good things. Worked with DJ Envy and a couple of other great stuff. So you know, that's just the name of few. Okay, so um, uh, D Rock, t- tell us how you got started in the music industry, and and as you're telling us how you got started, maybe, maybe you can go into a little bit about um, you know, how how it affects business in terms of um, you know, how you kind of matriculated your way through the industry by running your own business. Okay, yeah, well, um. Just getting into the music industry actually introduced me to business in itself because, um, one, well, I had a hard deal coming in uh, when I first got started uh, um, as a as a um, as a producer. The person I was producing with kind of had bad, well, not kind of, he did have bad intentions. It just wasn't uh, really out there like that. So uh, what they decided to do is not give me the information that I needed. To prepare myself for the next step of the journey is, you know, as far as making money in the industry and whatnot. So, you know, when I was on my first album, you know, so I was excited, you know, happy to be on a major album. And I go by the album, and I look in the credits, and my name isn't there. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I produced two records on mm-hmm. it. So, uh, you know, I, I, I had one of the, you know, bad end situations that people can experience. That probably was. The worst things you can experience in the industry, I probably experienced it, especially in my younger years, and it prepared me for where I'm at right now in the industry. So uh, they, that's what really introduced me to business, um, as far as uh, you know, just my just getting into like really knowing what's going on. Because at that point, you know, I could blame everybody else, but you know, somebody told me it was like, listen, uh, you're responsible for the information that you don't know. And that put me in perspective exactly. to understand, like, I need to get my business down packed. So uh, that made me get into business. But how I got started, it's just, you know, um, just being a young kid in the hood, I, I, I started, uh, I, you know, growing up in uh, in the church, you know, you get uh, introduced to certain instruments and whatnot. And I was playing drums my whole life, and I decided, all right, everybody's a drummer, so I wanted to do something different. So I started to get into the keys around 15 years old. And about okay. 16, 17, somebody introduced me to somebody else that was doing um, music that was into the music industry. That well, They wasn't into the music industry, but they was, like, trying to get into that on the studio side and everything. And they made the introduction. And from there, we just, you know, partnered up. Once I found out how much money you can make, I was like, oh, shoot. So, fuck? All right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And then... I decided right. to go hard, and that's where I got that's where I got my entrance into the industry. So you know, just when you when you're in the hood and you're young, you know everybody every the excitement is on you. So we was young, seventeen, eighteen, making hot beats, and you know once we got that look for Fab, it really put everybody's attention on us, and then from there we started just overflowing from there. So let me ask you this, because in the beginning you say that this this business taught you business. So, how important uh, would you say it is uh, to um, to have your, your copywriting down, your publishing down, and, and to to brand yourself? Uh, yeah, well, branding is everything, you know, especially right now because everything is social media. So, if you're going to have anything successful right now, your brand is everything, and it proves the proof is in your numbers. 
So that's that's part of the branding right there. Uh, copyright, that's good. Uh, I it, it well, it depends. You don't have to concentrate too much on it in the beginning because you know uh, you can spend a lot of money trying to copyright. And then for songs, as you know, Joey, we we uh we we we've been in the game for a while producing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. you can get a you can get a slew of like two hundred beats and you try to copyright all of them. <laughs> like hold on. You know what I'm saying? You're paying for all of that, and then Absolutely. you never use them beats. You never use them beats. It'd be the one beat that you never thought that would get the attention. You'd be like, what the heck? You know, so yeah. I don't really concentrate Absolutely. too much on the copyright, because right now is, uh, well, this is just for anybody that's listening on the music tip. You can do it, which would be the smartest thing to do, but I'm just more like, I'm a street dude that learned business. So, you know, I just give my pointers on my, my point of view. You you should do it, you know, if you can. Copyright everything, you know, just in case somebody steals it. I wouldn't say not to do it. But, like, if you're just, like, if you're in the mud, like, where I came from and you're trying to just figure it out, what I did was um, just make sure you get your publishing. That's what That was the main piece of information that I was missing, my ASCAP and my, my BMIs. That's, that's, that's your identification to get paid. So yes, get that done. The copyright, uh, you know, you know, you can pay for it, and you know, if you want to be on it, yeah, do it. But um, what you, the most important part is trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? Because there's been a lot of Jordans that never got seen. So you know, a lot of people try to get into the music business, and they focus so much on the music and never on the business or try to how how to get out there. You know what I'm saying? We, we know exactly. from church. From being being in church, you see the most dopest musicians and singers. You be like, why they never made it? Because they never learned the business, and you know that's why they never got the opportunity to be able to get there. So you know it, that's as 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 important as the music is. So yeah, that's definitely all. All those points are okay. definitely very important. Okay, so let me ask you this, man. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I like to go into this, you know, because I know you've worked with a lot of different artists. Um, right. How, in fact, did you get to a point where you says, "Okay, I, I want to make music. I want to make these beats." Because uh, there's a lot of cats that make beats in their bedroom and, and that are trying to be, you know, independent producers, you know, young entrepreneurs. But how did you get to a point where you were able to reach artists that people know? Okay. Um, well, it's 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 kind of it's kind of e- easy if. You have a hit record, so I was in the game where the, the uh, um, I was I, I got in where it was way harder back in the day. So if you're gonna go from back in the day, you know, you can go from different techniques to how to get to an artist. I, what I would do is uh, it, you know, I would back in the day I looked in the white pages to find my managers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was just that simple. Like people started making it into more of a difficult thing, but. I just looked up, you know, violating management, and, you know, at that time, like I said, I had no credentials, but I told him, I said, listen, I produced on Fabulous Records, and he was like, well, you're coming to office, I want to hear some stuff, you know what I'm saying, sometimes just making the leap of making the phone call that you never thought to make. Making a make. connection. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, sometimes you just got, like, most, I tell you, most of my success in this industry was me just doing extra stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But the normal way is you can go ahead and get a lawyer. You could pay them. You could uh, get them a retainer, entertainment lawyer, because they already got connections. And people are like, so if you don't have connections, you could pay them, and they'll 
more likely have done deals and whatnot, so they know like a manager or two or somebody up on the rise that may be on the level that you might be on, and they could connect you, especially if you pay them handsomely. You know, they could give you uh, insights on, you know, how to get to a good manager or whatnot, or if you can find a manager, you know. Yeah, but right now, you know, it's so hard, you know, 2020. Every, you have to do everything yeah, yourself it's a, it's before a you different get world. attention. Yeah, you got to do everything yourself before yeah. you get the attention. But the same rules apply. Because even when I made the Panda move, I just reached out. I didn't know nobody from nowhere. I just heard the song in the streets, and I just like, you know what? Let me do my due diligence. And then I used whatever influence I had to really get them to understand who I was. And to push that song. And gave me the opportunity. People don't realize how big that song was. How many records did that song sell? Uh, how well did that song sell? Worldwide up to date is over 23 million records sold to date, um, about five in the U.S. or more. But 23 million records sold worldwide, number one record on um, in the country, uh, Grammy nominated. Yeah, first record in 10 years since Jay Z to get a, the first artist in 10 years to get since Jay Z to get a number one record in New York uh, without a exactly. Uh, exactly. So that was a, that was a big feat. We did it before Drake. Drake did it like three months later, but we did it <laughs> before he did. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. So, so okay. So, as as a as a businessman, um, I want you to drop some 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 tips on our listeners for things that they can do to be successful in their business. Um, that that you have, you know, some tools that you've used, um, you know, to be successful and and you know to help us understand how we can matriculate not only the music business but any other business where maybe some of the tools that you've used well for me um and i want because i know a lot of listeners is from the hood so i'm gonna keep it real funky i'm still discombobulated I, you know i was listening to you earlier and one of my main vices is procrastination like even with all the great stuff that i've done already one of my main vices and you know it's very important to know yourself to know your weaknesses and your strengths so my one of my right. vices is, is procrastination. I'm a horrible procrastinator. Okay. So uh, you know that's that's something that I got to work on myself. So anybody listening, you know, don't be discouraged. If you even if you're in the mud, you can still get incredible things done. I've done, I've I've gotten that panda record done after after living in gated communities, sitting on my mama couch in the projects. You know what I'm saying? Like being real honest, like like. Because you go through ups and downs in entrepreneurialism. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. You know, investing myself, that's, you know, some of the things I did. So, I just wanted to put that out there real quick before I even say anything else. But um, okay. going, back to the, going back to the question, one of the things that I use to be very successful in anything I do, I try to figure a formula. When I learned how to play the piano, it put me in a space where I was actually end up good at math after that. Because I started to understand this formula to things. Like if you if you learn the ABCs, you get to learn the chords. And once you get to learn the chords, That's you right. get to learn the number systems. And once you get to learn the number systems, mm-hmm. you understand, yeah, the progressions. You know, you can go as far as you want to, but you can't really understand it unless you understand what are you building from the ABCs. So in everything that I, what I, what I deal with, whether it's martial arts or whatever, there's ABC to everything so I try to find the formula first and it kind of shaves off years in me trying to learn like even studying talking to you right now like 
I've been studying with y'all for like the last two years. And because um, I was able to be uh, contracted from 18 doing gigs and stuff like that using my piano gift, it gave me room to have all week to do whatever I wanted to do. So I had time exactly. to really delve into the the archives and the studies and listening to y'all and like like my my beat level of understanding right now is on a whole nother level just even studying with y'all. So I wanna appreciate I wanna thank you for, you know, you and Jonah no for what y'all been thank doing for even for me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I'm in beast mode right now. I didn't get to use None of the stuff that Josh showed me, I'm about to use it now. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to turn up, turn mm-hmm. up all the way with mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, we talk about doing music that, academy. That so know. Right, right. But that time is so precious because it puts you in a space where I could dedicate. All right, two, three hours. All right, let me get tired. Let me go and do something else. Smoke a blunt or something else. Let me get back to the studies. Let me play a game or something. All right, let me get back to studying. Let me do this. I'm going to get back to studying. And I was doing that for like the last two years where I beefed it out like just about. You see, I, 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 hit, jo- I, hit, I, I um, hit Joey on the private side. Just you know, He know I probably ain't going to do what I'm about to do, but I'm just studying it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit him like, yo, listen, how, what's going on with this? And I write everything down and break it down so I get an understanding so I can actually break it down and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. But, you know, for me, you know, I like to break it down and understand what I'm doing. So when I start executing, I'm going all the way. So even, you know, for the listeners, I'm still about to start executing most of the stuff that the, the trust and everything that's going on. So, you know, I'm I'm in the mix of it right now, even with all the success that I did in the music industry. I'm in the mix of it right now as we speak. So, you know, I'm still going through the mud and going through, you know, just like how just like how y'all doing. So ain't no big eyes, no little ears with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in the mud just like everybody else doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, so let me yeah, ask you this. I, I Cause, cause, exactly. It, it's funny because this is one of your beats here that we playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, man. Appreciate it. So, indeed. So, so now, now, let me ask you, right? Because, you know, you've dealt with a lot of different artists. And in the capacity that you've dealt with them, you've almost taken a managing role. So, right. help us to understand how important it is um, in the role of management and some some of the, the pros and the cons. Okay, so for me to learn business, what I had to do is, which a lot of people won't do, while I was in the height of being an actual artist and a, and a producer, I decided, I, I paid attention to the, some of the people that was in the game and I noticed some people that, like, they got 40, 50 years in the game. Kevin Lyles, uh, Leo Cohen, a couple of other guys, Doug Morris, you know, a bunch of them, right? And I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. These niggas been in this shit for like 40, 50 years. They got to be like billionaires. What is going on? And I'm like, oh, they behind the scenes. They the one running mm-hmm. the business. They the one cutting the checks. So in the height of me doing what I did, once I got my big hit, which is, which is what you played, which was one of my big, was at my biggest record as a producer, um... Once I got that, I understood the business of the game. Once you got a hit record, you're in the game forever. You know what I'm saying? It's up to you to what you do after that. So you got the job done. Now you can just do music. And if you make a hit record, you make a hit record. If you don't, then it's up to you. So once I understood that, I was like, all right, you know what? While I'm in my 20s, because I did that at 21. So I said, I felt like because I had everybody trying to go against me with, with, with the knowledge and trying to stop me, 
I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to have a harder journey. So, you know what? Let me learn the business. So, I decided to be a manager myself. So, one thing I looked at is like, all right, so what can I do? Because if you want to do anything successful, you got to find out how to be of service to somebody else. Right? So, artists, they need beats, which I provide already. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to just be whoring myself trying to get everybody beat. So, what else can I do? They need videos. So I managed a video producer. I made him shoot my videos because I was an artist also. So as we grinding, I was his first video. I was the first person he shot his video. But what I did was, since I know people in the industry already because of who I am, let me line up you to be a good dope video director. And then from there, uh, I reached out to Troy Ave. I reached out to Uncle Murder. I reached out to... Uh, uh, those were two of the significant ones. Troy Ave and Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder bit, Troy Ave didn't, but then he bit later because we did something with Fabulous. But the whole point is I reached out to whoever I could reach out to, one bit, and we know who Uncle Murder is. And then, you know, from there, mm-hmm. I was able to get my video directed from Uncle Murder to like, Troy Ave to Fabulous to uh, French Montana. And then, you know, we just kept working it. You know what I'm saying? So from there, I just came right. from a producer. And a management thing, all you're doing is connecting the dots. You don't need you don't need a, a, a degree for that. You, If you could put this person, if I could put Joey Bounce with this person, and y'all could make a deal, I'll get my PC out of it. That's management. One-on-one. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So now, it's what kind of fee do you charge for your management? Well, I, I didn't charge no fee. And that was the crazy part. Everything I did in this industry, I charged nothing. Because they can get somebody else mm. to do it. So exactly. I I decided to make sure I get the gig. I do it for free. Same thing I did with Envy. Um, I had Envy Come play on. my record. Yeah, I had Envy play my record out of nowhere. I just did a, vet, I just did a record, and now I had a relationship with Envy. I went to the club. I had him play my record. Then the next day, he said, I need a video guy. I said, oh, I got a video guy right here. You know what? Did you get a video guy yet, Envy? Yeah, I got a guy. Well, you know what? I beat him. You could do it. You could get my guy for free, and we got HD cameras. I'll take that deal. And from there, we end up getting revoked. Sometimes you got to do things for free. Yeah. You got to offer your services for free. Listen, if you, if you don't do any, if you wouldn't do this for free, then you ain't going to get paid for this ever because you ain't going to have the due mm-hmm. diligence to be able to keep this up. This is the hardest game to get into. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able Absolutely. to do this. Facts. You got to want to do this for free to be able to be successful at anything that you want to make big money off of on, as an entrepreneur yeah, level. Facts. Those, those, those are big facts. Now, now let me ask you this, right? Because a lot of people think that you got to go to school to be in the music industry. A lot of people think they got to go to full sale. You know, they got to have all this experience. Do you have to have that? You know, in terms of being a producer, or is that something? And I, I know the answer to this question. For people who don't know, I mean, right. is, that, is that something that that is necessary? Would you say to have some no. kind of educational background? Okay, you teach yourself. Yeah, I did everything myself, and now I, I wish I was a kid again with this YouTube ever, bro, because they don't understand. You remember you because you're a musician yourself, so you remember how we used to have to play the CD back, and there was no rewind, so you had oh, to yeah. play the whole song back. <laughs> To get to that part, oh, yeah. try to learn what the yep. musician did, to try to copy it. Like, you know, we, the oh, yeah. to be great musicians, we had to do that. So, these kids, they got YouTube 
for people actually breaking it down. Yo, do this and do this and do that. How can you not be great at something? All you have to do is go on YouTube and learn whatever you want to learn. You know what I'm saying? So I, it, it, you don't have to go. I, I learned how to mix my own records now. It might not be the best sound to mix, but I can guarantee you this. I ain't got to pay nobody to get it done. I can send it right to iTunes exactly. and get my money. You know? And exactly. that could be a big fee. So whatever you can do to get your intellectual property up, to lessen the load, not to say to be a jack of all trades, but if you can lessen the load, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. And even as you were saying earlier, for you, some of y'all guys that are doing, uh, doing um, online um, companies, you got VAs, virtual assistants. Man, that's stuff like that is very pivotal on big businesses. They depend on that. It's, it's, it, those are game changers. Like, Joey Vance is giving y'all dudes right there. Just that alone. VA. You know what I'm saying? That'll change your whole life yeah. if you know what you're doing with it. Automated systems. Man. You can sit at home and make money all day. And it, 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 transactions be happening. Yeah, and you absolutely. just press one button. Right, exactly. It, it changes the whole scope of everything. Yeah, man. So let me ask you this, right? Um, how, how do you personally feel that, um, you know, from, from the aspect of, I would say, um, you know, building your brand, Right and starting a brand, um, you know, from scratch. How how, how would you say um, time management factors into that? Oh man, Build, well, building a brand, time management is is important with everything in life. Just that, that's the key to life, even the key to business. You know, like you know, uh, you know, y'all play a lot of damn pinga, but people pay twenty thousand dollars just to figure out the most important things you got to do is schedule your business out. You know what I'm saying? If you really schedule your life out, every hour you got something that you a goal that gets attained, you can imagine how much things you get done in a day. And that's something that I tell myself and I don't do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, management mm-hmm. everything. You know what I'm saying? That could be the difference between you being a billionaire and a nothing there. So, um Exactly. Yeah, as far as building your brand though, you know, of course that you know, if it can make you a billionaire, that can make your brand some of the uh, uh, as big as possible, you know. Time management, just putting putting your time into whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding, you know, the the landscape of where you're at in the world, and how can you implement what you have to change what's going on? And you know, because you you got to understand psychology somewhat to be active in the internet space. To be able to have a brand right now in 2020, everything is internet. You cannot have a brand without understanding internet at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it takes a level of just, you know, they say it's easy, but it's not as easy. You got to really pay attention to what's going on and, you know, implement it and put time into doing what it is because it's not as easy. It's really a craft. Exactly. 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 It is a craft. It absolutely is a craft. So, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people who, who are in different fields. So I, I think, you know, what you bring to the table here with this particular topic is really interesting because it gives people an in-depth look into the music business, right? So my, my question yeah. is, is, you know, for, for people who, who want to enter the realm of entertainment or business, what type of advice do you give those people, um, you know, initially when they start off? Um, study, 
study the business, you know, make it your life, you know. Like, you know, if you don't know what's going on, then you won't understand entertainment. Because entertainment, you know, uh, a lot of us people, especially us deep, woke people, we have a lot of moral standards. Well, you know, you got to kick that out the door if you're stepping into the entertainment. Because entertainment is what people would like to see. So even though we might be modest and we might be doing this on that, we still watch ratchet stuff on TV, and that's where we get the numbers. So everything is numbers. You know, if you want to get to win, you get numbers. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to show everybody the difference between, you know, because, you know, you know, like I said, we come from the church background, so we know a lot of people that do music on the underground scene, neo soul and all that, and they don't get the same attention as the bigger rappers that I deeply deal with. Because y'all not going to do what they what, what they would, they're willing to do. It's really what you're willing to do to put yourself out there. How much time and effort you're willing to put in. If you want to be in an entertainment business, you have to be entertaining. If you want to be in a moral business, go be moral. If you want to be on Wall Street, go be Wall Street. If you want to be in the entertainment, you better not be boring. So as exactly. much as people don't like to you better be an entertainer. Right. Now, a lot of people don't know that, um, you know, Pop Smoke was, uh, Pop Smoke was a rapper that passed away recently. But that, that was one of the artists that you were close to that, that you put on. Um, right. Help us understand your relationship there. Yeah. So, Pop uh, Smoke. Uh, well, most people know me as, uh, as being his uncle. I'm not his blood uncle, but um, he called me his uncle. I've been, in, you know, obviously I've been in the game for a long time. So he's been watching me since he was a kid, and he's been, you know, I've just been there for him just in life. You know what I'm saying in general. So before he was Pop Smoke, he was just little Bashar. You know, just little Crip kid. And, uh, you know, so I just, he just, it was just something about the kid that he reminded me of me so much that I just always, like, yo, let him know, like, yo, listen, man, he always let me know his basketball games. I'm like, yo, let me know if I can make it, I can come through. And so he always made sure he stayed close to me. So as he grew up, he called me his uncle. So that's why everybody know him as my nephew. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's mm-hmm. our extension of our relationship. As far as him becoming uh, Pop Smoke, you know, that started with me. Obviously, I'm an I'm a artist and a rapper. And, you know, him, he was just my little guy from the street. You know, we affiliated with, you know, street things. So um, he's somebody that I pay attention to. And I was like, you know what? He's getting arrested doing a bunch of dumb stuff. So let me just show you how to come, come around here and see something different. Now that you're old enough, come around this. Because you have, just because you're my little man, you can come in here and do whatever you want to do pick something that you want to exactly. do and you know uh he was kind of interested in rapping he didn't really say he wanted to do it and something happened and i was like you know what start rapping and two weeks later he gave so me you his pulled him out the street there hmm? so you pulled him out the street oh yeah basically yeah basically you know what i'm saying like he did and i didn't have to really do too much as i had to do with some other artists because he like he's just like me so all I had to do was point him in the right direction. Yo, do this, do this, do that, do this. And he did it. He got it done. So, you know, I'm very proud of him, you know, for being able to do that. He became a legend within a short amount of time. An international legend. At absolutely. That, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, you did. So, 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 you know, and this is really important for me to bring this up, but how important would you say it is, man, for, for cats who are still in the streets to, um, to find something productive to channel that energy into to become successful in business. 
Oh man, it's, it's it's very important. Like for me, I am the streets myself. You know, I'm I'm still in the streets. I'm still among, uh, above uh, amongst the streets, and you know, mm-hmm. we 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 out here trying to you know do better and show better. So uh, it's very important for the young ones that's that's out here to be able to see something different because most of the time it's it's not the fact that they wouldn't do different; it's just they haven't seen different. And, you know, so, you know, I, I try to make it my business to uh, lead as much as I can and try to give as much knowledge as I can to put them in a position to see, like, okay, somebody else is, you know, not doing what everybody else is doing, trying to take from us. You know, they're trying to give into us and, you know, trying to, you know, pour into us and help us do better. So once they see somebody like me do it, they'll be more inclined to get it done, too. So it's very important because... People look up to street guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when you actually doing something positive, it makes a whole big difference, you know? Like, this, it just right. makes a That's whole right. different impact, you know? So it, it, right. it's very powerful, man. It, it, it amazes me that, you know, obviously I deal with the gang. So um, to see so many black uh, melanated brothers, so, you know, we obviously on say black, but melanated brothers come together mm-hmm. in one talk whether it be gang or not, it's incredible to see that they, they would just do that for that. So imagine mixing that with some with some knowledge on how to, you know, better yourselves and how to, you know, better your family and do other things, man. Yo, it it, it changed my life. So I know for a fact, man, like, it would it, be a difference maker for everybody else involved. Yeah, because it's a lot of young brothers out there that that are still in the streets, that that's still gang banging, and and I know that, that that that's a you know that that almost is a lifelong kind of family thing, you know, even when you get out. Right. So I think that it's important for people to understand that you know, um, at a certain point, you know, you, you move past a lot of your street shit and you move into more of a, a position of doing things that grown men do. So somebody from from your perspective. You know, I think that it's really important for people to know, man, that, you know, they can make it out the hood. You know, right. they can rep who they are and where they come from. But you but you can also do it in a position where you ain't you ain't gotta be out here, you know, damaging other people's freedoms and, and, and things of that nature. Well, yeah, you know what, let me add on on that note, just to just to just to emphasize on that, because I didn't really you know, I didn't really break down on that, but for sure, like um we got guys like like uh, in the '60s in in, in in LA, which 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 is you know some of our people's like they work with the government and they give them grants to be able to uh, to uh, do things for the community for for kids you know football we talking about gang interventions where we stopping the violence like a lot of the crime has stopped in LA due to. Uh, Due to the one of the big homies that I look up to, you know. So when we're talking about people coming home from jail and be able to change the the city, like it's a difference. Uh, a young a young cripper here from me more than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and especially if they see me doing it, they be like, "Wow, listen, I'm, I could do that too. I don't have to be doing this." And because most of the time, it's it's more of a defense mechanism. The reason why they're showing out. And doing other things because they don't want to get hurt, but they feel like they have to show a tough exterior 
to prevent somebody else from doing some damage and stuff because there's always going to be vultures and there's always going to be prey, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, That's true. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And you never know when you're going to be attacked as prey. So, you know, they do that for a defense mechanism, not, you know, really understanding just life. You don't have to carry that on the face to be able to do it. I could pull it off in 10 seconds. You know what I'm saying? But most of the time, I got to smile. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you don't have to walk around like that to be able to put the understanding of people that let them know you're nothing to play with. So it's very keen for some of us that's out, really out here to be able to let them know and show them, not just by talking about it, but by actions. You know, I tell everybody, you know, kids, they follow money and violence. So if you ain't got one or two, they're not going to necessarily listen to you. As you get older, you just become an old fart. You know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to hear you. Exactly. You got the money? They like, yo, this, this big homie got the money. He's telling me I need to do this. So I'm trying to get like him. I'm trying to ride the Rolls Royces like him. I'm trying to do this. I'm going to listen to him. And that's really how exactly. I got a lot of the food from the youth myself because you have to show and prove. So you got to do your due diligence to make you sure you're on your game. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I, I, I appreciate you coming with this because I know, you know, we didn't plan on really going too much into that. But I think that it's, so, it's really important for our listeners to know and, and for people, you know, who, who have never um, encountered this particular co- type of conversation to hear this. Right. Because, I mean, you know, this is, this is real. It's raw. You know, this is coming from, you know, the streets itself. You know, and, um, you know, I, I appreciate, I just really appreciate that, man. So thank you for taking the time to explore that with us. Um, oh, yeah. Anytime, now, bro. Anytime. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, bro. So, so now quickly, because um, uh, I, I know your time is limited, and I don't want to see too much of your time, but um, we're going to take some calls in a moment. But before we take calls, I just want to ask you, man, how important is trust to the world that you live in? Oh, man. Like, as I've been studying, it's, it's, it's everything, especially the protections that, that it brings and just the fact that you can run your whole every your whole everything with that you know what i'm saying so like i said protect it is protection in itself so that's what i love about it it's just straight protection but you know just the intricacies you can run the business from from there you can do everything from there and you know you got rights not necessarily uh you know uh codes and stuff that they just making up to you know put you under you got rights that you can live by and you know you can, you can really implement them and you know stand on your 10 toes you know what i'm saying so you know man that's that's everything right now you know i'm definitely digging into it and i can't wait to I, implement mine yeah i remember we had a conversation uh about two years ago where the the, the, the crypts had actually incorporated themselves into a business and, and we had a long right. conversation about what they did wrong and what they did right. And, um, you know, so, so just for people who, you know, who are listening, just so y'all know, you know, we've even dealt with that, you know, on how to fix the incorporation for the game. Right. You know, which is really important. Why did they incorporate? He taught us about peacefully being assembling, peacefully assembling too. And that's you know one yep. of the main things where they try to try to get us that you know oh y'all can't y'all can't be over here on this corner y'all can't do this y'all can't do that well if we understood our rights and you know understand we could peacefully assemble here you know it, it's a, it's a whole no different problem. world like 
like like the uh, like the the brothers in Atlanta. Um, uh, what's the uh, not not fucking around. Um, a coalition. Yep. They're exercising yep. their right to peacefully co- uh, uh, assemble. They're exactly. doing it right in, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They might not do it to the a level of, you know, Joey Bounce and Jonah Bay, you know what I'm saying, or with the full protection, but mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. doing it. But, they, but they're working on results of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What would you say the point was of, of um, the Crips becoming incorporated as a business? Uh, to uh, start um, legalizing their products, you know they got they got Crippa Cola, which we promote because that's those uh, some of the people that's in there is our guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we got the Crippa Cola and the Blood Pop, and um, they just uh, just showing it's like I said, they showing uh, people that there's a different side to um, gangbanging. You know, it's not. It's going back to the roots of what it was supposed to be for, which is protecting the community, you know. And with 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 the future, with the knowledge that we have, that uh, that Jonah Bay and Joey uh, implementing, we definitely, you know, uh, want to, you know, you know, let more people understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's exactly. definitely, you know, exactly. So forward. a lot of that was to raise awareness, man. And I, I yeah, I, like I said, I really appreciate you being very candid and speaking on this topic. You know, because I know a right. lot of people don't know about this shit. You know, and and it's real shit, man. It's the type of shit that we deal with. You know, you know, we we not just helping, you know, you know, business people. We helping street people too. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate that, man. I really do, man. It means a lot, and I think the people appreciate the candidacy. Man, yo, listen, man. Your your information is life changing information, man. I, like I said, I wouldn't have spent this much time, you know, trying to study it if. If this wasn't life changing, you exactly. know, like I said, I, I, I donate my time and money and, and funds to even acquire more knowledge. And I don't mind, you you know, I don't mind even just calling for the little bit like nothing because their time is very precious. So they're entrepreneurs like us. So, you know, I try to, you know, even even if he might give me, a, you know, an extra five minutes to 10 minutes just to, just to holler at me just because that's my boy, I still try to make sure, you know, I, 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 I hit him, you know what I'm saying, the way he's supposed to get hit because exactly. they don't have to do this stuff, man. This is life-changing information. And this is like, I don't think y'all really understand how presidential this is. Like, this is, our ancestors never even understood this. You know what I'm saying? So the fact mm-hmm. that they get yeah, to this, the way they get into it, and they still acquiring new information and like, to the point where y'all getting protected by these, by, by 12 and all that, yo, this is this is different level shit, man. I tell niggas, man, like so this is a whole this is level. this is very important, man. Like, man, yeah, absolutely. I can't even say it enough. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, check it out, man. We're gonna take a real quick break because I I want I want to open up the call line, see any questions that may be out there, um, and you know just holler at some of the people. So if you don't mind staying on for a few more minutes, we'll take some calls and um, let's sure, see what's going on out there. Okay, all right. Press one if you want to holler at my man. Uh, the caller number is 319, excuse me, 347-989-0194. Uh, we're talking to my man D-Rock, super producer, all right, manager extraordinaire. And, uh, you know, we out here. So we're going to be right back, and we'll take some calls. Press one if you want to get in and holler at us. We'll be right back.
Blues back. Sitting right here on the Saturday Vibe Entrepreneur Hour. We're talking to my man, D-Rock. This is extraordinary. Uh, we're going to go to the call line. Let's go to 314-280. you on the line. You got a question or comment for our guest? Peace to the God. Uh, Peace to the God. Brother D-Rock. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Bless brother. brother. Uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, it's very positive that you you working and, and and uplifting the frequency out there. Were you in Cali? No, I'm, you in I'm Cali? In New York. I'm in New York, You're... but I'm 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 rooted in Cali though. Also, you know what I'm saying? So I'm connected. I'm one of the right. ones that's actually connected. You know, so I'm in tune. Right, 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 right. I I work with Jim Brown out there with with Compton out there in Compton and Compton and South Central. You know, uh, working with. You know, uh, uplifting the brother's frequency, you know, out there, you know, and, and it's good. You know, I did a lot of, uh, well, New York, all, all, I, I did, I did promotion, you know, producing, you know, because I had my own vendor. And all right. of, all of, Ron DMC, New Edition, everybody came from New York, you know. So, so it, it, it's, it's good. It's good that you lay in a foundation, you know, and uh, how would somebody that's just starting out, how would they, how would they uh, get into the industry? Because I, I do, I do, you know, how would, how would they start out? Like if somebody, if somebody had a, uh, they can rap real good. What 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 would be your your knowledge on how they would get started in in this industry? Because the industry is is a shrewd industry. I know it is. Yeah. So the best thing to do right now, what's what's incredible is is no age limit. I'm not saying that any uh this whatever it is, but what I'm saying is um the fact that there's no age limit. The reason why there's no age limit is because of the internet. So using the internet to get viral whatever you can do to get viral will put you in a position to get a, to get a rap career where you don't have to necessarily deal with the trials and tribulations of the industry that's the easiest way to okay. get to the one because money follows attention and once you got the attention that's where the money's going to come okay okay so basically the, the internet and, and going viral what you're saying. Yeah, so whatever Thank you can do, because you need fans. Like, there's a lot of Jordans out there, but if nobody knows he's Jordan, like, because music, like, anybody can do music. You can do music, I can do music, whoever can do music. But if you have nobody, when you put it out and you say, I want everybody to hear it, and nobody hears it, then nobody will know your music. But if you're famous, and you never did music, if you drop a song today, a lot of people will hear it just because you're famous. Not to say that everybody that follows you will 100% follow you, but at least 10% of your followers, if you would have had a million followers, which would be like 100,000 people, they will listen to it. So that's what the music business is. It's not necessarily about anything else, but whose music has attention. That's it. Right. So how do you have I you I know you was talking about numbers. So how do you get paid off of that? Well, that's how, well, how did, all right. So once you get numbers, the, your music goes on platforms. Every platform, uh, for at this point, whether it's a social media, 
or YouTube or so or Spotify or Apple Music, they all have ways to collect money. So if you have your publishing down pack, that is your ID to get money. So that's what we were talking about a little earlier, publishing. Publishing right. is your way to be able to collect your money. So if you have a song, you would need to get your song registered using your ID. So once you get that done, every time somebody hears your song, they will collect the money, and every three months you get a check for royalties. And now if you put the song out uh, digitally and people are buying the record, then you get paid, depends on what the distribution deal is. Right. I, I I heard you say that you was on a on a you you produced a couple of albums you didn't see your name. So how do you get to publish it? How do you do that? Well, that's the what publishing I said. Part. when you register the song because every like I said if you make a song right now you get a hundred percent ownership. A hundred fifty percent goes to the writer if you wrote the song and fifty percent goes to the producer. So once you register the song you have to write who produced it and who wrote it. And if you're one of the two parties. You're going to get paid if okay. it gets heard. Mm-hmm. Or okay, my brother. All right, that's that's very important. I know, I know you was you, you was you, you was stressing that that point. You know that you looked at the album and you didn't see your name on there, and you and that was one of the you know one of your journeys that you had to uh, to master. You know, so. absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. So, so that was that was that was somebody not telling me I needed to get my publishing, so I didn't have no way to even even if I want even if they put my name on the album, there was no way I was getting paid because I didn't even know I needed to get my ID. Okay. So that was the that was the reason why they didn't tell me that. Right, and that's so I wouldn't be able to get paid. So you know. Right. Right. And I think that's what's going on in the industry right now. A lot of people, you know, they, they, you know, uh, man, it, 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 I got some nephews that are down in Atlanta and, and a guy, I forget his name out of New York. He just, uh, well, he's down in Atlanta, but he, he signed them and it was like, uh, the way he signed them, was like uh, he gets all the money. They just do the work. He gave him like thirty thousand dollars, and and that was it, you know. But they did it without oh, yeah, he, talking to my nephew, you know. Yeah, yeah he took uh, their publishing, and he probably put them in the whole three sixty. Right, they masters and everything, you know. Mm. He, only only way that they make money is is performing, you know. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I know you know they, they do that. They do yeah, that. yeah, and and, and they and they and they some cold youngsters, man. But they just they just they got themselves locked in for the, the next four or five years, and they can't do nothing. You know, yeah. all they so this, beat this everything. This game is deep. This game is deep. This is the most gangster game you can ever deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He locked. He locked them. He locked them down. And gave them real money, and, and and you know they did it without you know any 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 knowledge because they just love you know this is their life. 
and 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 the dude took advantage of him, man. It's terrible. You know, and he, he a big, he a big, he one of the big guys out there in New York, but he in Atlanta now. I forget his name. He, he they had him on RF. I, I can't even think his name. But anyway, yeah, he, uh, yeah, it's, 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 you have to, you have to understand the contract and all of this stuff you're signing too, right? If you do, do yeah, something. Yeah, that's it. That's everything. That's, that's literally everything. Yeah, if they, right. you know, if, if you don't have if you don't have your business down pat, you will get raped in this business, even in 2020. It's it's it's, right. it's, it's mind boggling how how it's like that. But you know, people come into this business and they they want to just do it on their own. So they come in and sometimes they get tricked by the people. You, you, when you when you when you see people with money and status, you'll believe them versus the people that surround you sometimes. And right. for most people, they, it, go, it goes to their downfall because these people never cared about the men in general. It's, it's a game full of vultures, and they don't mind calling the police, so you can't do no street shit <laughs> to even rectify, to rectify what you did <laughs> wrong doing that shit it was done to you, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, you got you to gotta really be diligent with your work because sometimes... Especially in this game, you only got one time for a first impression. So, you know, your one time might be your only opportunity. And that was it. It's over. Right. Right. They they, 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 they put them on the shelf. You know, and can't nobody else, you know, sign them or, or, or do anything. They they locked down, you know. They, they can't move, you know. Right, and, right. And, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so they they they, they uh, need to um since they know you, they need to get with uh Joey Bounce and get a uh consultation to learn how to get out that contract. Right. With the uh with exactly. the uh you know, <laughs> you know he know how to do that. Right. Exactly. So exactly. That, There's a lot of people that, who can help, man. Right there. Some three sixty deals. There's a lot of bad contracts people doing out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into yeah, the archives, yeah. man. The answer is right there. It's all relevant yeah, contracts. Th- it, yeah, but the thing they they don't listen, man. These youngsters, they you know they they they. My nephew is his is his son, and they and they and they and they and they and they, and they very intelligent. They down to earth, but they don't listen. <laughs> you know they just. You know, uh, yep, uh, your 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 heart has to be. You have to listen. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. listen, you know, there, it, it doesn't make no difference. You know, you can't put yourself out there and they gonna go and do the same thing over and over again, make the same. You know, because they're not studying for themselves. They they have to do it for themselves. You know, oh, yeah, I talk to them. You know, I didn't talk to him. I told him, you know, you know, don't worry about it. But they was just here in St. Louis, and I was, and I, and I, and I say, well, what you want to do? They, uh, they don't want to do it. They just, yeah, they having too much fun right now. They having too much fun right now. You know, they, you know, they riding around in the, in the Rolls Royce and. 
and you know going to different clubs and you know so that that's it is, is they rounding the roads what is they doing all right <laughs> Yeah, he might be saying that contract. Well, I mean, that's, it, it's his car. It's his car, you know. He's taking, he's taking them around, you know. So, you know, they, yeah. they, they living in his condo, and, you know, so, I mean, you know, that's... Listen, it, listen, that's, listen, listen, this is the entertainment business. I'll tell you this. One thing I, one, one thing I learned from Don King, stand next to the window. Uh-huh. You heard? <laughs> so... Yeah, and whoever they stand next to is winning. And riding Rolls Royces, they better stay right there and try to get the juice they could get and turn it into what they need to turn it into. That's the other side of this entertainment business. You better learn how to win. <laughs> so right. They might, right. They might yeah, be I mean, doing the right only, thing. They only 18 and 19, 18 and 17 years old. 19 oh, and 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all right. They're all right. Know, they got so much time. Yeah, yeah they got, yeah, they got yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and they, if, and if they, you point them in the right direction right now, I guarantee you they might not get it today. But in the next few years, they were like, "Yo, Unc try to put us in the right direction." And look, this is what he was doing. So you know, that's what right. I do. Even you know, it, it, unfortunately, I try to do it with my nephew Pop Smoke, and you know, just, he he listened to ninety five percent, but just the five percent that he didn't listen to, cost him his life. You know what I'm saying? So, unfortunately, wow. we can't live their life for them. But as long as we gave them it, we know that at least we did our part. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. That's for the most part, we didn't have that coming up. We didn't have nobody telling us what we needed to do. So, the fact that they have that and you, we able to, you know, at least put it out there, I find solace in that, even in my situation. So, you know, as long as you're giving them the information, whether they're listening to it or not, you did your part. And for the most part, that is all you could do. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm going to keep giving them love, you know, but I want the best for them, you know. But they having fun, so, you know, I'm going to have, I'm going to call them and have them to listen to the, the show. They were supposed you, you to be sure, on here, Marte, you know? Yeah, absolutely. they were supposed well, it's, to it's call on, in. It's on podcast now, so, so they can they can pull it right up on podcast. We're on podcast now. Right. Word. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you know, uh, uh, thank you, brother, you know, and... Uh, thank uh, you, uh, thank you for the conversation. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, Marte, I'm gonna thank you, brother. We really, really appreciate that. All right. I'm going to say peace to the God. All right. Okay, peace, God. Peace to the God. All right. Anybody else want to get in and holler at the God? This is the time. Press one. Uh, we'd love to hear hey, from hey, you. Hey, yo, Joey, I always wanted to comment. say that. I always yeah. wanted to say peace to the God when they say <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, you right here, man. This is your time. This is word, your time. Word, and word. I'm going to bring I you back on so we could do another show. You know, and go over, you know, some, some more detailed things about this business, you know, that will help people um, in terms of publishing and things like that. Because, I mean, I think this is, this is a conversation, you know, that we can continue to grow on um, and build on. And, and, you know, there's a lot of young brothers who need to hear this conversation. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm, you know, bro, you my bro. Anytime you call, you call tomorrow, I pick That's up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, you know what it is, Thank man. You, Absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. 
Um, so if we ain't got no more callers, man, I, I want to ask you before before we get out of here, if you um, you know, if you'll drop some some last sentiments to us before we bring you back on again, you know, give give us some good parting words and some good advice for entrepreneurs and people who want to just go into business. Well, uh, well, the main thing you got to do with with, with, with with business is just go for it. You know, fortune comes to the bold. So whatever you think about it, don't hesitate. Just do it. And that's really about it. Just don't stop. You know, like, well, I, well listen, we have to know our limitations. If it don't work, then we have to sometimes pivot. So don't be stupid with it. But, you know, be relentless if you know you got something good. So I, I would say Absolutely. that. You know, but outside of that, man, you know, just... Everybody that's listening on this channel, for the most part, they in tune with the with the with the real. So you know, listen, man, get to that trust, man. We got to do what it do. You know, we got to we got to get to the business. You know what I'm saying? And, and really change what's going on because this is for the leaders of leaders. You know, so I'm I'm in tune. I'm in the streets. Thank you. I'm in God. the industry, but I'm in tune. You know what I'm saying? So these guys, they mm-hmm. they they're legends for what they're doing right now. You might not feel it because I've done a lot of legendary stuff, so you don't feel it in the moment. But later on, when it becomes history, you start realizing, man, you was a, amongst amongst gods, you know, talking to these brothers and yeah, right. speaking this knowledge, whether sure. they're younger or older than you. You know what I'm saying? Joey, about like well, a couple of years, about two, three years younger than me. And I appreciate every yeah. time. That's my that's one of my teachers. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I can say that. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm putting that out there, so you know you, it's already out there to sound bad. That's one of my teachers, so you know, you know you, we got to appreciate these brothers while they're here, and you know that's all I'm saying. Respect to you, God. Thank you, man. Um, real quick, man, drop your handle. Tell the people how they can find you. If we got artists that that, that might want to send you some of their music, man, so you can reveal it. You know, maybe you know maybe um can help somebody you know get into the business or you know whatever. But drop your handle, man, so they know how to find you. And, and get a hold of you, brother. All right. So yeah, on on, on Instagram is is uh, at Rocky Warbucks FCP. So that's R O C C Y W A R B U C C S FCP. All one word. I'm gonna do it again. R O C C Y W A R B U C C S FCP. You can holler at me right there. Uh, my email is, is in is in the bio. So if you want to, uh, you know, send me your music that you want to you know, listen to, whatever, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just hit me if I, when, as soon as I get a chance, I like to respond, you know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a decent message. If it's, if it's not, then I'm not going to respond. But <laughs> for the most part, you know, yeah, no it doubt. is what it is, man. Holler at your boy, man. Peace to the gods, man. I appreciate you, uh, brother Joey Bounce, man, what y'all thank doing. You, and I can't say no more, man. I really thank y'all for what y'all doing. It changed my life. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It was a pleasure having you, know? you on, bro. Um, and I'm going to have thank you back you, man. for sure. You know, and um, make sure you send me some music, man, so I can play some of your joints on the on the, on the the radio. And, and, you know, I'll definitely holler at you off the air. You already know what it is. Thanks, brother. Let's do it, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Okay, and no thank doubt. you for having me on the show. Okay, peace, God. Thank you, God. Peace. All right, peace. All right, man. That's what's up, man. I really appreciate that brother coming out, showing some love. Um, so real quick, next week, don't miss next week's show. All right, we're gonna be going in uh, the whole rest of the month. We got great shows lined up for you. Okay, we're gonna be having um, 
a, a lady, a true, a true scholar, man. She's gonna come on, and she's gonna drop some real, real dope knowledge. Her name is Ray Gray. I can't wait to have her on. She's gonna come on and talk to us about bonding. She's gonna talk to you about securities. She's gonna drop some of that knowledge that y'all wanna hear. All right, and you're only gonna hear it right here on Saturday on the New Evolution Radio Saturday Vibe Entrepreneur Hour. Okay. Uh, make sure that you go register for Trust Webinar Part 4 on makemorecommerce.com right now. The link is up. You can get there. We'll be on the air tomorrow, as always, on the Sunday show, dropping that knowledge right here on the New Evolution Radio Network, man. It's been a pleasure. I love y'all, man. We out of here. Peace to the God. Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.